This podcast is brought to you by Hulu Plus. Watch your favorite shows anytime, anywhere with Hulu Plus. On your TV or on the go with your smartphone or tablet. Shows like Family Guy, Once Upon a Time, New Girl, Scandal, and more. Right now you can try Hulu Plus free for two weeks when you go to HuluPlus.com slash Rooster Teeth. This episode of the Rooster Teeth Podcast is sponsored by Nature Box. Order great tasting healthy snacks right to your door. Forget the vending machine and get in shape for summer with healthy, delicious treats like everything bagel sticks. Support this podcast and get 50% off your first order. Go to NatureBox.com slash Rooster Teeth. Is it this the week, most with fifty percent more false enthusiasm? <laughs> Total enthusiasm. I'm false? really tired. Why are you tired? I don't know. Oh, TX. No, I, I had a garage sale this weekend, and yeah, <laughs> what? It, it fucking wrecked me. Why? Wow. You had to deal with so many people. I, I was going to say that involves two things you guys hate: organization and dealing with other people. It was a fucking nightmare. We have the I, I said, "Let's just throw it all away." Why didn't you? Because my wife said we should have a garage sale. What, you, what was the biggest item that you sold? What was the highest dollar item? We sold, okay. <laughs> so I learned what a saute is. Apparently there's been a saute in my house for years and I didn't know it. What is what a is saute? What is, what is that? Gavin, what is a saute? I don't know what a saute is. You do? You don't, you don't. What is that? Saute, as far as I know, is meat on a stick. No, that, oh, that's S-A-T-A-Y. Oh. This is S-E-T-T-E. A seti. Sati. Sati. Like a couch. Sati. Yes. Well, you, you said satay, which is wrong. Which How do you is say it? Sati. Sati. Yeah. I have. I've had a sati. I don't even know what this fucking word is. <laughs> I have had one in my house. You sit on it. It's called a city. Satay. That was the biggest. That was the biggest ticket item. How much did I A hundred bucks. That. So you you spent your whole day getting people in, and the most amount of money you made at any one point is $100. Yeah, and we barely made more than that. It's that better seems... than $0. Yeah, but I woke up at fucking pay... 6.30 a.m. on a Sunday. I would pay someone $100 just to get rid of all the crap. Yeah. Like, no, why... it is cool that people pay you to take away your junk. That's the coolest thing about a garage. Yes. Stuff. It's like if the garbage man was like, knocked on your door, was like, here's five bucks. I'm going to take away your garbage. Yeah. So you'd be like, okay, <laughs> you're awesome. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah so... but you don't have to wake up at, well, yeah. But yeah. It's, it's not that. The thing here is that Gus hates interacting with people yeah. and people he doesn't know and people he doesn't know who probably read about this on Craigslist. Right. This is like awful. <laughs> That's awful. the Venn diagram of So what of I did was I tried to like make the, the, the posting on Craigslist like one of those crazy postings so that people who read it like normal garage sale people wouldn't come so I wouldn't have to deal with them. What <laughs> like I would know only crazy people would come and I wouldn't have to talk to them because they're crazy. You know, this is, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to come back to this in a second because this, this, this is how much you've changed. But think about this. Think about something you would hate to do. Is a hundred bucks enough to make you do it? No. Like something you'd hate. Like I can't think of something I hate as much as Gus hates interacting with other people. I wouldn't do it for a hundred. Yeah. Would you touch wet bread for a hundred dollars? No. I would not help somebody move. They say I'll give you a hundred dollars. I would be like, I just, I don't want. That. No, that's the worst. Yeah. That Helping is the other worst people move. Thing people could ask you to do. That's that's part of the reason I'm having to have this garage sale because I'm moving. Helping people move is okay. Helping people pack is way way I, way worse. No, helping people move is the worst. I really have you shown up to help somebody move and they haven't packed yet. <laughs> You're like, what the <laughs> fuck are you doing? <laughs> I came to pick up boxes, not shove your shit in a box. Well, then you don't have to carry. You just like, literally just break everything. Be like, all right, here's your plate shot. Shards are in this box. <laughs> Most of your glass shards are here. Some of them are in over there. Just fucking chuck plates. Or, <laughs> I hired movers to move recently, and uh, they moved my couch. And I never want to use that couch again. Why? They sweat all over it. It they, was just you, stripping it off them. Yeah. You just clean that. So just wipe oh, it. It's all like all down the arms and like all. No it way. Like, it was like someone dipped them in a water tank Boo-hoo. on the sides. 
and then put it back in my. So room. when you got your couch, you did have the big like wet areas. Yeah, and where it's dried is all. It looks like it's wet because it's still got that sheen on it, that sweat sheen. Movers oh, almost every single time will fuck something up in a huge way. Yeah, and they're just like, oh. <laughs> yeah, sorry, <laughs> it happens. Yeah. I got a big scratch down one of my TVs when I moved. Ugh. I was just like, you guys going to do anything about this? They're like, we think it was scratched when we showed up. <laughs> like, yeah, that's not at all the case. All your shit's fucked up when they got there. Oh, yeah. It was all completely fucked up. Dent, the fridge, all that stuff. And the guys that delivered our bed, while they were doing that, I found a weird piece of plastic in one of the other rooms. I was like, what's that about? Like and a- later we realized that they knocked off the doorbell cover, which is somewhere on the stairs, and just gone, yeah, just lobbed it in one of the it's <laughs> so like That's, a solid piece of plastic. Yeah, it was but, the thing that covers the bell in the doorbell. The actual oh. chime itself. It was like in the middle of the stairs. They probably just didn't know what it was legitimately. And they they just like, like what the fuck is this thing? <laughs> my doorbell in my house doesn't work, and I have no idea when I would get around to fixing that fucking problem. Mine doesn't work either. It doesn't work either? Yeah. yeah. I don't want to know when people are at my front door. I don't. I, if I'm having a party, just leave it unlocked and people come in now. That's it. Yeah. Knock and come in. Uh, knocking on someone's door isn't something you do these days, I don't think. Like you, yeah, it is. I used to, I mean, I would go and you, play you, with my friends yeah. and not have a seizure. I'd play with my friends and I'd just go and knock on the door and see if they're about. I would never do that now. Can you imagine if I just came and knocked on your door? I was like, what are you doing? Do you knock on Michael's door when you go over? Or do you just walk well, in? Well, he knows I'm coming, is my point. I would never just show up and knock on the door. Oh. You yeah. would never go to a stranger's of- house. When was the last time you knocked on the door of a stranger's house? Ooh, probably when my football went over the fence when I was like eight. Yeah. I can't remember the last time I knocked on a stranger's door. I remember having to do it. I <coughs> was dumb enough to pick up a job during one of the summers I was off from college. Yeah. Where we'd go door to door offering people car washing services. How'd that go? It was the most, and Gus probably knows this feeling, most anxiety. Like, I hate that. I hate having to knock on people I've done and stuff like sell that them something. People I've done that are mean, especially when they're on their own property. Yes. Because it's theirs, and it's like you're invading the only place that they have. This company just hired girls, though, to do that. Really? And I think it was I, smart. Because I, people actually listen to you. They might think you guys were going to wash the cars, too. We actually did. You did? Yeah. I washed cars one summer. This is when you were in college, really. It seems like a high school job to me, but I guess... How'd you do? Did you make out okay on that? <laughs> no. Really? I made, like, 25 bucks a week or something like that. Yeah. Did They, they didn't, like, bus you to neighborhoods, do they? Drop you off? No. That kind of thing? So no. you are on your own? It was a friend of mine who started this company. Oh, I see. Service, should I say. This sounds like a whole fucking setup. <laughs> I'm waiting for the other part of the story <laughs> to drop. We oh. also wash them in bikinis. So I'm just kidding. So you said how people are mean, you know, on their own property. Yeah. I regularly, I have a bay window in my uh, dining room. I regularly open up the curtains and I stand there and I look out in my yard and I just say, get off my property. My wife will be like, who are you talking to? And I'm just like, everyone. Are you talking to the <laughs> like, No, but there's not even anybody there. Just like, in general, I'm just like, get off my property. <laughs> just like... So, whatever, just so people know, don't be on there. That's you have really to say weird. it occasionally just in case someone you don't see is on it. Like when they put up no trespassing signs. Yeah. They're not directed at anybody in particular. It's just like when the person so shows you know, up, it was posted. You have like weird fantasy. Like if someone does walk up, are you like, oh. <laughs> yes. man, waiting one for more this to get off? <laughs> we read a story. Gus and I read a story about a couple in, was it Montana or North Dakota? Of uh. a. a a traditionally rural part of America. <laughs> rural. Rural. Where they <laughs> the set up a purse, right? they put a purse in the garage, and... They left the garage door open. They left the garage door open with the person plain view, and it was a German exchange student, I think, came and, like, came into the garage to mess with the purse, and they came out and shot the guy. Like, they set a trap, and they were just waiting to shoot people. Yeah, they were, like, right behind the door watching Holy with guns. Shit. Waiting to be able to shoot someone. Yeah. It was like, and they thought that was totally okay, like, legal. It's like, well, he came on our property. What? It's like you enticed the person to Jesus. come... 
on the property, and then they shot the guy. Let me give you an example of Canada compared to that. One time we left our garage door open at night, all night. Yeah. And we had bicycles in there. We had sports equipment. We had two cars in there, everything. The only thing that was stolen was the change out of the car. Like, you know, the little pocket where the change is? Really? That was the only thing. It was probably like 70 cents worth. I, I, and they left an IOU note, which was really weird. <laughs> Man, you're reminding me. They left me. just $10. They just need no, a change. Sorry, 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 please. You ever have something like in a house or an office, like somewhere that you are regularly, and it's like one thing that bugs the shit out of you, and you're just like, I'm just going to. And then when you eventually like, solve that problem, like your doorbell, it took you five minutes, but you like looked at it for like six months, and you're like, ah, oh, fuck this. Yes. Yeah. Yes. There have been problems that take minutes to fix that I've sat on for years. <laughs> it's just inconvenient. The the Figuring out the spacing. It's like when you're editing in Final Cut. Uh-huh. You're trying to slot something in somewhere, and you're like, oh, I'm going to have to cut something here. It's like that. It's like, I'm never going to just fit this in. No. It's never going to happen. Never going to work it out. Yeah. My, my thing that I actually spent the most amount of time on, and I could never solve the problem, was, you know your garage door, if you have an automatic garage door opener, there's a beam. Yeah. That goes across the bottom in case a little kid or a cat runs through so it doesn't, like, whack and squish the cat or the kid, right? Mush, mush, mush. Yeah, it's got a beam. So you can break the beam, and it makes the garage door go back up. I had one in my house, the house where I did the test for immersion. Laser um, beam? It's a beam. Like <laughs> wood beam or laser beam? No, it's like a, a, like a laser beam, like okay. a light beam. I wouldn't say a laser yeah. beam. Okay. I was thinking of a piece it's of wood. It's like a $100 garage a door opener. Yeah. It's a sensor. I was thinking of a piece of wood. I was like, why would you break that? To get no, no, no. <laughs> so this, uh, about three months a year, this one beam was in such a way that when the sun was setting, like after 4 o'clock, the sun would hit that beam and it would, like, make it so I couldn't see the, the other side of the, the garage. Right, yeah. Dude, I put up, like, shades on it. Every I could never get that thing to do it. So, like, every every year for three months, I couldn't shut my garage door after <laughs> 4 o'clock and until 9 o'clock at night. Wow. I just imagine this poor beam at, like, 4 o'clock every day, like, ah! <laughs> just going blind. Just, like, <laughs> trying to close each time. It was horrible. Yeah. Like, before I put my house on the market, it was the same kind of thing. Like, for years, I've had, like, these three minor issues with my house. I was like... It's such a pain in the ass. I want to deal with it. I'll just, you know, I'll get around it, whatever. I'll make do with it. Uh, finally, before I put my house in the market, I was like, I got to hire a handyman. got to have someone come out and fix this. It took him 30 minutes. It cost me $50, $50. Yep. It was like, I've been living with these problems for four what, fucking years. What yep. problems were there? It was like I had a light switch that was loose. Always the worst. I had like an electrical outlet that like needed to have, have a new box. So it was flush in the wall. <laughs> but both these problems. I've been putting <laughs> up with for a year now. And uh, then one of my like can lights that was in the ceiling had like kind of fallen a little bit. And it oh. needed to be reset. And I couldn't do it. He did. The dude showed up. He only had one hand. It took him thirty minutes, and it cost me fifty dollars. <laughs> he only had. He was, mi- missing, he was missing a hand. One hand. Yeah. It was well, like, Barbara, he's not a handsy man. He's a handy <laughs> man. Singular. Thanks, buddy. There we go. Thank there you. you. Go. It was, it was like, I'm just thinking about the Sims. Like he shows up. The little green bar goes like this, and then he's like, "See ya." Yeah. And you're like, "Ching." You just have to read a book to get the knowledge Money that he just has. Disappears from your head. I, <laughs> I think about that all the time. Whenever when I hire somebody at the house, like you were talking about, now that you own a house. And all the things you're going to have to do. And I was just thinking, like, yeah, it's going to cost, you know. Like, I was just thinking about you running your house like a Sims household. <laughs> it's amazing. Yeah. They should build better economics into the Sims so that people actually learn that kind of stuff. Because I don't know if you guys are aware of this or not. In America, at our high school level education, and there, there's probably some states where it's different. But in most places, we don't teach people as part of our normal, like, required curriculum. We don't teach people about personal finance, which 
in the most capitalist country in the world, that is ridiculous to me. Absolutely ridiculous. Well, we teach like about, savings and stuff. We teach people about algebra, geometry, so you can figure out how fast you can fill up a pool. Like in case, <laughs> and in case you have another hose draining it out, you can figure out like how long to that, that scenario. I always want to do that geometry problem and say, I would just shut off the other the hose that's draining. <laughs> I've got a cork. <laughs> that's draining the pool because it's the most wasteful thing ever. But uh, yeah, and then we have algebra two. That's the way I – and then we go into pre-calculus and calculus. Nowhere is personal finance. You know, like balancing a checkbook or – Or a mortgage. In- interest rates. Right. Yeah. The American it's- dream is to own a house. Everyone should go to business school. I learned all that in business school. You went to business school? Yeah. I have my degree in marketing. Business. Oh, so you were talking about college. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, he's talking about everyone, high school. Everyone. Oh, you mean like basic high school yeah. education. Yeah, I mean balancing yeah. a checkbook. Which is, I don't even know that's a thing anymore, but just like a ledger yeah. or calculating interest because everybody has a credit card. You should understand what interest does to you yeah, like even, while you're asleep. Even uh, <laughs> Brandon, you know, who was recently talking about, you know, trying to figure out. He says one day he wants to buy a house and he comes to us with questions like, what is escrow? Yeah. Or, you know, what, you know, what, what do these sure. words mean? He's like, this is someone with a college degree. Yeah. How do taxes work? Right. That's in film. I was amazed. There was this uh, pop group in the UK from the, it was a reality show called I think it was called Pop Stars. It was before a pop idol and American Idol. I watched Pop Stars. Yeah, it was the very first one. Pop Tarts. The band, the band was formed, <laughs> and uh, they made all this money. I think one of them made like one point eight million pounds or something. Wow. In the first the Pussycat year. Dolls now, right? I don't. I have no idea. Is they it? sucked. Yeah. They. She bought like cars and a house. Like they spent most of her money, and then they were like. All right, but you owe tax on that, you realize. And she was like, oh, God. And went bankrupt. Ha- no, it happens wow. to a lot of people. Don't realize you got to pay tax. Who doesn't know you got to pay tax? People just people don't realize when they're used to getting paychecks and it's taken out with, in withholding. They never see it. There's a lot of people who don't know how much goes right. to taxes. I mean, it's the same thing. Like, I mean, I think a lot of people are aware that YouTube takes a certain portion, a significant portion of, of ad revenue. Yeah, and there's some people who get their check, and YouTube has already taken it out. There's other people who are at a level where they have to write that check to YouTube. That's two totally different experiences: having your amount and fees withheld, and then getting the amount and going, "Oh, let me write this check back to you." That's a that's a totally different. Why are you writing it back to YouTube? Some people, if you place an ad on YouTube, you have to pay them that same amount. Like if YouTube doesn't sell the ad and you sell the ad, right? If you sell your own ads, oh, have we done both? Yeah, we've, we played Star Nets before. Oh, yeah. yeah. And then if you do that, you can cut that amount to YouTube. But yeah, That's, I much prefer having my tax taken at source. It's much easier to pay money that you never had than hold on to a bunch of money and then pay it all at once in one lump. But if you hold on to your money and then pay it at the end of the year, which you can't really do with taxes anyway, to pay quarterly, um, then you would actually make – you could potentially make more money with it. You with know, the interest. Yeah, with the interest or with – I pay know, once a year. You pay once a year? Yeah. To the UK, like your set amount in America, yeah, when you get to that level, the UK, do you? for stuff I own in the UK. Oh, okay. Yeah, yours has got to be confusing as hell. What is tax day in the UK? Fifth uh, of April is the last day. I think sixth of April is the first day of the tax year. Yeah. Yeah, in the US, and then, it's and then April fifteenth ish. I think it's, it's May fifteenth in Canada. Your tax return is then due the following thirty first of January. So you have like nine months or ten months to do it. So you have to pay what you think you owe, and then actually. Fill out all the numbers and spreadsheets and turn it in later. Or you don't have to pay until you do the tax return. You can pay then too. Okay, so walk me through this. Let's okay, say 2014. So, okay, so April of this year, April my tax 2014 year ended. I owe that money by January 31st. So year. your tax year literally runs April to April. Yeah. And oh. you don't have to pay till January. Well, I would have. I've been. 
it's hard for me because <laughs> my tax year moved and then it moved back and then I pay predictive and then I it gets reset. I don't yeah, know. predictive. That's yeah, yeah estimated. But so I in the U.S., it's called estimated quarterly taxes. Yeah, but I don't think I owe it until January. <laughs> we'll find out he very pay, quickly. So you pay without owing it, is what I'm hearing. You pay predictive taxes without owing it. Yeah. Okay. That made a lot of sense. You, I understand perfectly so, now. Are you still a resident in the UK? Yeah. Okay, so you have to still pay taxes on your income that you make in the states in the UK. Is that a, the, the law there? <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'm it's sure, I'm sure you have very professional people that help I have you an do accountant this. in one country and an accountant in the other one. They, I had between to become, them, they've got it sorted. I had to become a non-resident of Canada, so I didn't have to pay tax anymore. I believe that. I, I found out I know some guys live in Sweden and they pay up to sixty percent income tax. Wow, that would be crazy. That's a lot. That's a lot of money to pay. That's uh, a lot of money to pay. You were talking about confusing things, and it made me think about this uh, video I saw over the weekend on YouTube. Yeah, I don't know if uh, if any of you watched it, but it was an explanation or it was a video that talked about. The most confusing international borders in the world, <laughs> and there's a region you where Belgium and the Netherlands share. They call them enclaves and exclaves. Like what? parts of Netherlands are in Belgium, and parts of Belgium are in the Netherlands. Really? And there's like they show pictures of this town. Work that, that shit out. That has literally like tiles and lines all through it, showing if you're in the Belgium or if you're in the Netherlands. And houses, some houses need two addresses, one for each country. Oh, Christ. Because I guess they, they determine what country your house, because the line, the, the border runs through businesses and through houses. No, So they determine the country your house is in is where your front door is. <laughs> what? So there was one guy who, and before 1995, I guess, like, they, they had a general idea of where the border was. But in 1995, they did an exact survey. And there's one guy who thought... He was a Belgian dude living in Belgium, discovered he was a Belgian dude living in the Netherlands. But he didn't want to have to go through the whole process of, like, changing his tax forms and going through all of that. So he walled up his front door and moved it <laughs> down the road. Oh, my God. Really? In his house, so that it, his house was then in Belgium. Holy crap. That is the most ridiculous and, thing. And they had pictures of this one house. They, that's what it looks like. They have pictures no of this way. one house where the border runs right to the door. And the, the door has two addresses. One with a little Belgi Belgian flag and the other one with a little Dutch flag. Wow. I wonder if the tax amounts are different there. Like, I'm sure Can, can you be like, oh, I was stood in the kitchen when I earned that money? <laughs> and and they, they said before, before the euro, it was way more confusing. Because <laughs> it was a uh, different mon different uh, currencies. Well, it was Belgian on francs? I don't know what they were using. And what other? What was Dutch? The kroner? I no, guess. it was Swedish. Yeah. What is Dutch? I don't know. <laughs> no, that's it's got a, a funny name, like the 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 schnupel or something. <laughs> I'm gonna look at what the, the, the it, it was like an 11 or 12 minute. I'm gonna uh, say that we've lo we've lost those things. All the yeah, currencies. I wish we had the different currencies. Yeah. But like uh, the Deutschmark. The, mo the most confusing well, yeah, that was the most confusing border I thought. But the strangest border was this, this there's these two islands. They're four kilometers apart, which is about two point four miles. They're separated by twenty three hours because the international dateline runs between them. The Gilder. The Dutch Gilder. Oh, the Dutch Sorry, Gilder. So wait, wait, so that there's two islands. <laughs> right. They're four kilometers apart, which is about two point four miles. Okay. They're 23 hours time difference, though, because the international dateline runs between them. Sure. Isn't so, this exactly what we talked about once we got back from Australia and everyone thought I was chatting shite? Chatting no, we, we, I, I, we just, you weren't explaining it well. You're a very smart guy. <laughs> Sometimes I was like, what? With the explanation part of it. And, and that's well, how a day you... can last so long. On the, on the calendar day, can last so long on Earth. Oh, because you could get a 40-hour day or whatever you, you were saying? Yeah, it's like 48. It's like 50 hours or something. Mm. Yeah, but the... Uh, 
Kathleen and Matt did worked on animation projects where they would outsource stuff to India. They said in India they have some time zones that are 15 minutes. I would I would shoot everybody if that was the case. <laughs> I'm just like well, yeah. everyone will be 15 minutes late everywhere you went. Time zones. Like, Imagine trying to put a podcast on in one of those. Time no, zones. oh god, no. Oh god, I would have no. trouble trying to schedule conference calls as it is now with our hour time zones. I can't imagine a 15 minute time zone. Yeah, I'll just hear I, Gus like clanking on his I keyboard. I get so off. confused with time zones because for some reason it must be the way I signed out with my Google account. But every single Google calendar placement I get alerts me to GMT. It's like, in big letters, it's like, here's your meeting at 9 p.m. It's like, what are you on? Oh, it's 3 p.m., I guess. But Work that shit out. But, like, why isn't it, why am I getting it at GMT? Who wants, surely Americans don't want their t- meetings oh, at GMT. God. We, so, to, to, in order to get my calendar, they wanted, they wanted to hire uh, someone who's going to work our front door, you know, so who's going to be our front, front end person. And they want that person now to also be in charge of my calendar and Matt's calendar. So we're hiring a new office manager over in the bungalow mm-hmm. in the administrative office. And they're also going to be the person who arranges like – especially for me because I travel a lot. Um, they were going to make sure my calendar was in sync with everybody else's. And we had to interview candidates, and I was going to have to like sit down with everybody who were interviewing for this position. And uh, I came. I showed up for the interview, and the person – nobody was there. And so I finally texted everybody. I go, where's, our, where's this interview we're doing for this person? And Yvonne goes, I don't know. He should be there. So she, she texted him and find out that his Google invite for the meeting – uh, that he had it wrong and he had his calendar set to GMT. And she's like, do you want to reschedule? And I said, nope. <laughs> I mean, that's literally, that's literally what the guy is going to do. He fucked so, up his own calendar. He yeah. did. That's just like, sorry, nope. So your, your calendar isn't set to GMT? No, I, my calendar is set to central time. Huh. GMT minus I actually have a huge problem yeah. with it because I spend about, I'd say I spend about a third of my time in LA on Pacific time. And so uh, I get out there and it's like, it's all my meetings are set for central time. And then it adjusts. When my calendar goes to Pacific time, it adjusts my time for me of when the meeting is. You would think that would be the way to do it. You would think it would with be, but it's not the way to do it. Whatever local area yeah. you're in. So it fucks with me a little bit. I used to mess up my alarm so much. Whenever, back when I would travel for conventions for you guys, like if I flew to California or something, I'd be like, all right, I'm two hours behind, so I don't want to change the time on my phone, so I'll just put my alarm two hours back, and then it would be the wrong way. I <laughs> always mess it up somehow. It was before iPhones. Siri's been making me so mad lately. <laughs> so fucking mad. Like, I set my alarm for 7 a.m. I said, it's a, I, set, I set my alarm for 7 a.m. And Siri goes, I'll do it right now. Let's see if she'll do it. She won't do it. She won't do it, but I'll try it right now. Set an alarm for 7 a.m. Okay, your 7 a.m. alarm. You're a bitch. You're <laughs> <laughs> great. I swear that happens every time you try to show. I know, every time. Siri, Siri, Siri like, knows when I'm trying to, trying to make her look like a bitch. She wants to look good on camera. But her thing, I think maybe I deleted it, but she goes, you have two alarms for 7 a.m. Tap which one you want. It's like, I don't fucking care which one it is. And yeah. how did I end up with two alarms for 7 a.m.? What does I, that even mean? I was actually impressed with Siri earlier today. I, I, I think I said, you know, Siri, do a Google search for World Cup Group A. And it was like, here are all of today's matches, you know, the results of today's matches, and here are tomorrow's matches. I was like, oh, that's actually that's pretty, pretty cool, because that's yeah. what I was trying to get at. Hmm. The best thing I use Siri for is voice texting. Like, if I'm driving oh, yeah. and I need to text someone, it's amazing. Here's the that. problem. Siri fucking loves proper nouns. She loves them. Like, I'll say, you know, are we going to go see the movie? Are we going to go see Dave movie? It's like, no, not David movie. It's like, who is that? And it like, you know like, David movie? And even, movie cap- family? it even capitalizes the M. It's like, and she, she loves like turning my normal words into proper names. So it's like, that was the worst possible interpretation of what I said. But I just send it to you guys anyway. I'm looking- yeah, I, got, I got a great one from you a few days ago. I was going to say, you should read that one on the, I'm sorry, on the podcast. I think my reply to you was, are you drunk? That's what you wrote back. Yeah, you said, are you drunk? 
Um, let's see. You you sent me one recently, I know, because it's. Like, I just don't give a shit. I spoke to Martha and Nicole today. <laughs> like, get it to Nicole. speak it. How do, you, ah! how do you get it to speak it? Uh, oh, can you do that? No, you can't. How did you so, do that? Uh, Bernie texted me, Jimmy, this picture hangers. Those book things. <laughs> I mean, there you go. Jimmy. It puts the word Jimmy in there. Jimmy, this picture hangers. Those B-U-Q-U-E. I didn't book, book way. <laughs> Who the fuck would say that? Right. Set Why does Siri translate everything I say into these weird proper nouns? Maybe you have a Jimmy, slur. The this picture hangers. Those Jimmy book things. By the way. Talking of hanging pictures, you should never be allowed to hang anything ever. Why? Ever, ever. Those gold play buttons—they were all over the gaff. Did you? You made a right mess of them. No, no, I hung one. I hung one. Which one was it? The second one? I hung both the first one and the second one, but I just hung them one at a time. The, uh, I mean, really, here's what it comes down to. Completely on the piss. I had to hang they were the all, third one. They were all level. Your third one was garbage. Your third one was like this. Your third like, one like, was like this. Like here's one. Here's mine. I hung this one like this. The other one was like. This. It was off a little right. bit. Yours was like, nah. no, no, no. So one's like this, one's like this. Where do I put? What do I line the first one or the second Just one? Just line up any of them and we'll straighten them out later. Line up one picture to two wrong pictures. Didn't Paco fix them anyway? Paco fixed them all anyway. Yeah, nope. who gives so, a shit? Uh, I know, and also, I, Barb's are going, it's crooked. I'm like, here's the level. It's not crooked. She goes, it's crooked. The what reason level it, looked, are you using? it looked crooked. Like iPhone level. Using the iPhone one. It looked crooked because the play button inside the case is like, it, it goes out, so it makes it look like an illusion mm. where it's not. Did you take yours back? Or did yours you get... were right on the piss. Mine were fu- mine were totally fine. Right on the piss. I well, I saw those. It you was know, off be- like that much. Before we hung up, they were there on the floor for a while, and I saw it and I was like, I'm gonna hang this in my office. So I picked up the Rushi's play button and I was like, No, this is heavy. I put it back down. <laughs> I was like, I don't want to fuck with that. I don't want. I do not want to deal with this. I was just trying to hang them for our guests that we had some visitors coming that day, and I just wanted to get them up on the wall. That was it. And it's, it's like typical around here. The things you fucking sit up against the wall, nobody's doing anything. And this moment you do it, everyone's like, oh, it's all shitty. Boop, boop, boop. You know, it's you like, sent that email. You were like, uh, visitors in the morning, uh, bringing you a play button. So I was like, oh, Christ. I don't know where that thing is on. I was like scrambling around to find hangers. And then it was just, I, it was like, ugh, done. Yeah. Because it was, it was panicked. You but didn't find I, Jimmy I, those hangers? Mine, when I put my iPhone on the top of it, was the only one that showed zero degrees. No, bullshit. What was mine? Minus one. And the uh, other one was plus one. <laughs> so it averages plus. out. They What's were the fine. They were fine. It's like, you know how you fix that is when you're holding it up there, kind of like with the iPhone lifted a little bit. And then it fixes, <laughs> it's, just, it's fine. It all works out. That iPhone fine. level is bullshit anyway. It's close enough. It's fucking bullshit. It's close He's enough. The one it's it's the, so close the... that it, it's negative one, positive one, zero. What is one degree? He's, it's enough for Gavin to bitch about it. Ah, it's yeah. fine. It's fine. I also don't like that you have to fucking calibrate that thing all the time now when you use it. Yeah, like it's, over it's and over again. At least, it, at least it, it's not like a make this motion with your iPhone. What, what is the uh, too what, bad? What does the compass inside? A magnet. I totally guessed that. <laughs> I had it. Probably has a, a compass. Magnet? Probably has a compass in it. <laughs> What's a compass? <laughs> I mean, I mean, compass is a thing. So you say there's physically something in it that points north inside your phone? They, they, yeah, they have Marco Polo in your phone. Right <laughs> now, <laughs> <laughs> you're looking for the North Star. They have Brandon arguing with you about what the North Pole is versus the magnetic South Pole. Are you good at judging distance by eye? Never. No. Terrible. I'm good at Do you it. Know we how are far? 10 feet away. I'm talking like, say I'm HEB and I'm looking at the water tower. Nope. <laughs> Quarter mile. I, I can't do it at all. No, I'm I don't know how far the horizon is. No clue. I'm going to guess 58 miles. No. The I horizon? think the horizon from ground level is 12 miles away. That's it? Yeah. That's a bunch of bullshit. 
<laughs> the table. <laughs> this coffee table isn't level, apparently. What is it? It's one degree. That's Fuck. fine. You're fucking bullshit. Look at all your shit sliding off, too, because you're at one degree. <laughs> here, let, I'm going to read this. No. No? <laughs> you always say you always ask that. What happens if I say no? I, I didn't ask. I said, here, I'm going to read this. You said, let me read this. No, I said, here, playback. Let him no, do we, it. we don't have playback. I said, here, I'm going to read this. How long does it take? Shut up. You probably walk. tried Hulu on your computer. Hulu Plus is so much more. With Hulu Plus, you can watch current season episodes of your favorite shows like Modern Family, The Daily Show, and Scandal. Watch every episode of shows like Nashville, Lost, and Doctor Who. You get ad-free movies and kids shows, too. Now more than ever, there's so much to watch. Take total control with Hulu Plus to stream these shows and thousands more as much as you want, whenever you want. Hulu Plus works on your computer, smart TV, Roku, Apple TV, Xbox, PlayStation, pretty much any streaming device you already own. You can even watch on your phone or iPad, while on the train, at work, at the dentist, or in the bathroom. You can even block off a day to binge. You'll also get access to originals you can't get anywhere else. Check out the new show Deadbeat, a comedy about a pot-smoking guy who talks to ghosts. Spooky. Binge on all 10 episodes right now. For only $7.99 a month, get your shows anytime, anywhere. That's like a quarter a day. Right now, sign up at HuluPlus.com slash Teeth. Get two weeks, full access, completely free. It's a whole extra week more with this special offer when you sign up at HuluPlus.com slash Roosterteeth. Get with it. Start streaming TV now with Hulu Plus. HuluPlus.com slash Roosterteeth. Is this thing on wheels, this whole thing that was sound? Yeah, a little bit. Why? Yeah. So can, can we like just push it around? While no. It, it takes four people to move the set. I bet I can move it right now. Yeah. Or Go two people it. and Blaine. Do it sitting down. <laughs> Blaine uses the stick. I think Patrick's like... Fool them into thinking that actually works. It's <laughs> playing with a big two by four going like this. We'll have to record it sometime. It's, so, it's, so, it's just bullshit. You've never seen a move it? No. It's, it's a big I've production. recorded it for my own personal use. They look like the monkeys at the beginning of 2001 figuring out how to use the bone to like. Who was playing Cole for a while? Where is Cole? I haven't seen him in a while. Is Cole? He's, he's, he's been out shoot. on the shoot. Oh, he's on the shoot? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so when I, was, when I was having my garage sale over the weekend, I, was, I want to come back to that too because you just it's foaming up. Um, I was standing in my driveway and uh, <laughs> tell everyone to leave your property. I was to get off my property, <laughs> and uh, I, I, I at the I, I kind of heard something, and then right over my head, like a foot or two, this giant hawk just flew right over me. Really, and I was like, "Whoa, that was cool!" And as I looked up, another one right over me, and they like landed in this tree, like right across the street from my house. I was like, "What the fuck?" So now they've just been hanging out, like, for the past, like, three days, four days. In Hawks your landed. There's just, like, two giant hawks, like, not in my yard, but, like, right across the street. The great thing about that, hawks are... <laughs> <laughs> the hawk, these hawks are huge, right? It's kind of intimidating to, to look at them. How big, like, compared to your head? Uh, bigger, way bigger than my head. They're, like, bigger than that nature box. <laughs> like, their body. But... Uh, way to work it in. So they're... Uh, <laughs> hey, we'll talk about the nature box later. <laughs> so they, they, like, they look intimidating. They look scary. Like, man, I bet that hawk could fuck me up. The best, <laughs> best thing about there being hawks now, right across the street from my house, there are no more grackles, no more doves. Like, no more pigeons, nothing. They, every other, like, no shit mice. bird is just taken off. <laughs> I saw them eating a squirrel yesterday. I was going to say, what oh. about the squirrel in your tree that... Chases they were eating a you. squirrel. I don't know if it was the squirrel, but like I was like, what's that hawk doing on the ground? Does it hurt? It's like doing like that. I was like, oh, no, it's just ripping a squirrel to shreds <laughs> oh and eating it. Whoa. <laughs> I was in the gym one time and I the treadmills face the window and I was just sitting there and a bird, a little bird flew and just went wham right into the window. And the cool thing about that is a bird, apparently birds are pretty like dirty, oily. Yeah, it hit the window and it left like this perfect well, bird. Well, they fly through the air all the time. They pick up a lot of dust. Is that the way it works, Bart? Dust. Yeah. <laughs> they pick up dust? They pick up a lot of dust. dust. What's like a moth? You ever heard of you get the dust off of a moth's wings that it can't fly anymore? 
That's what I was told as a That's kid. That's gotta be a lot of shite, right? Yeah. It's gotta be shit. They just tell kids so kids don't like fuck with moss. No, I always yeah, thought yeah, the dust was true. bits of skin in that floating around. No, dust is skin. But why, how is that dust in the, in the air? Well, how is there dust in the air? Well, like, Where do you think if, dust is? If you left like a plate 30,000 feet up in the air, would there be dust on it? Would it get dusty up there? I, you listen, dude. I don't know. I heard, I heard one time that the human beings shed five pounds of dust a year. Five pounds of skin. How much? Five pounds. Think about that. In dust. That's Gross. Uh, like a third of a stone. You know, you know what pounds are. No, I'm just trying to visualize what that would be, like an object. How big would that in dust? Like, what's the density of dust? It's pretty low. It's it like bullshit, much? like you eat eight spiders a year or some shit like that, <laughs> which is total bullshit. Total yeah, bullshit. that is. Didn't they, like, debunk that recently? Yeah, I saw, I saw it somewhere. So this the thing I'm that. saying might be bullshit, too. It doesn't matter. It's not going to affect our lives. But this bird, wham, it hit the window. And I was like, whoa, that was crazy. And I went to look at it. When I went to look at it, something bigger came by. The reason it hit the window was being chased by a hawk. So it, like, <laughs> brained itself. And then this hawk came out and went, yoink, and took away the bird. And I was like, oh, that kind of sucks. But in hindsight, I guess it was okay because I'd rather be knocked out and eaten by a hawk than just plain eaten by a hawk. Yeah. That yeah. would suck. And feel it all. Uh, yeah, like. That would be a great slow-mo. If you just happen to have a high-speed camera pointing at that window. A bird hit? Watching a yeah. bird get Yeah, we by saw the hawk? imprint on it afterwards. I'm a... It was like the little bird angel. <laughs> yeah. Like flock it is now. I'm really excited about Rest getting a cat. I'm getting a kitten soon. Do it. And uh, I really want to film it in slow-mo. I just want to, I want a slow-mo kitten video that's like 15 minutes long. I could watch that all day. Well, what does a kitten do that looks interesting in slow-mo? They play with a bit of string or whatever. I don't know. She's like, Can you get a slow-mo video of Lloyd jumping a fence? Yeah. yeah. It's one of his. He's jumping down, Lloyd? right? Yeah. It was kind of wide. I want to get like proper close-up kitten. Proper. Mm-hmm. Do we have a... A macro lens, yeah. A macro lens. I don't think we have a macro lens. I think the one look. I think we have one that can go pretty shallow, but I don't think we have anything that's macro. Hmm. Maybe rent one. Yeah, that's if you want to get like, like, if you want to get the detail on a penny, like a yeah. macro lens. Like you that. want to get it close to the lens. You know, Gus's wife Esther went through a period where she was doing tilt shift stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because with that. all of her miniatures, like doing yeah. like, tilt shift. Which is, uh, but I feel like that was a fad for a while on the internet. It was like tilt shift photography, and now you really don't see that anymore. Like but people found it, then it was everywhere, and then it was gone. With right. miniatures, you don't need tilt shift to make it look miniature. Well, I think I, I take it back. I, maybe I misspoke. She liked having miniatures, right? So then she wanted to take t- tilt shift pictures of stuff to make it look like miniatures to oh, match okay. up with her stuff. Um, that th- stuff's kind of cool when they uh, when they like film a highway or something. Yeah, like there's it's yeah. And there's that scene in so uh, the Social Network when they're doing the. The boat Hen- racing? Henley Regatta. Yeah, where like that looks like very tilt shifty when they're doing mm-hmm. like the yeah. wide establishing shots. It's like super it just creepy. Looks so fake. <laughs> yeah, it's so weird. <laughs> some dude on Twitter's like he said some uh some species of birds naturally produce their own dust, like some parrots, for instance. And I was like, the fuck does this guy know? Then I looked at his, his profile photo, and he's, he's like cuddling he's with a bird. <laughs> I trust this dude's opinion. This dude knows what he's talking yeah. about. I bet he changed his picture to that like two seconds before he tweeted it. His name is Mariah Mug. You are just, one with the bird. Just tweeted this at the RT Podcast. I wonder what, would, what Earth would look like if you filmed it with a tilt shift lens from the moon. Would it look <laughs> like, like a, a marble. tiny Probably little marble? Has anyone done that? <laughs> we probably haven't been to the moon. We haven't been to the moon in forever. I mean, you could ask like one of the thirty people that have been in space. <laughs> How many people think have been in space at this point altogether? Just guess. Two hundred. Two hundred is exactly the number. Two hundred. Yeah. Maybe been that many. I guess so. The ISS has a constant rotation. Yeah, but it's always like the same dudes over and over, right? Oh, is it? Like, oh, time to go to you work. Think dudes who get to go like twice. That everyone else is like, come on, dude. How <laughs> we went to space already? It's my turn. I, 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 would, I would totally be that way. I would absolutely say it's my fucking turn to go to space. No, I'd, I'd be like, this is what I do. I'm an astronaut. I go to space. I'm not an astronaut on Earth. I'm going again. 
<laughs> no, no, you're you're an asteroid. <laughs> or, or <laughs> a meteorite. A meteorite. Right. Once, Once you come back, Earth. you're a meteorite. So how big is the Earth from the moon? All the way. It's just the same size. Just as big. <laughs> what do you mean? Oh, as the, uh, <laughs> the Earth size doesn't change. You but, mean uh, relative? I mean, you've seen pictures from the moon. Is it big though? Did we talk about that weird? That what weird... does big mean? <laughs> like, do you... what does big mean? You know like, how you know, big the you... moon looks from here? Yeah, I imagine it's pretty much the exact same, but reverse. No, well, no, the moon's, way, the moon's way smaller do you guys than you know how scale and distance works. Why would an object that's smaller, when it's the same distance away, appear bigger? Appear the same size? I meant. Never mind. What did you mean? Let's <laughs> I'm not going to try to explain this. Let's go into it. No. Because I, I want to. It'd be cool if the Earth was just mind-blowingly big from the. You've moon. never seen a picture of the Earth. Ever. I yeah, think he's trying from... to say how big does it look when you're standing on the moon, like... Barbara, I'm making a point here. You've never seen a picture of this? Is Where the fuck bigger... you think you the picture from? Is it bigger than the sun? Yeah, what? You think every picture of the Earth is from the moon? Well, most of a lot of them are. <laughs> They're either from the fucking space station or the goddamn moon. It doesn't show up at school picture day and get a fucking photo and hang <laughs> on the goddamn refrigerator. Where else are we taking pictures from? I would imagine a lot of them come from satellites. It or satellites, well, right. Or or orbit or the moon. We got two different ranges Probably there. Probably the satellites, though, you, mainly. Uh, God, is this really that hard? Have you never seen a picture with that's the moon in the foreground and the goddamn Earth in the background? You've so never seen that photo. taken from behind the moon. On the moon! <laughs> <laughs> with, with the crown. With a stupid little car and the fucking fake lander. And then they the have... Fake lander. <laughs> and they have the Earth in the background. You haven't seen that. I don't think I... Oh, see, it's massive. That's yeah, top. That's how yeah. Is that bigger than the sun? Is that bigger than the sun? <laughs> yeah, that would be bigger than the sun. Yeah. I would imagine the sun would be the exact same size from the moon as it is from the Earth. What? Wait, what? Oh, right, because it's so far away. Relatively. Yeah, it would look because the same. Because the weird thing about the sun and the moon... We say. talked about this before, right? The weird thing about... The sun and the moon, and why they look the exact same size, is that the moon is like four hundred times smaller than the sun, but four hundred times closer. The sun is four hundred times further away than the moon is. It's amazing to me that it's that close, and that's so rare to have perfectly the same size objects eclipse each other like that. Wow, yeah, to the point where you can just see a tiny little ring. It's pretty it, awesome. It's, pretty it's, cool. it's so amazing, and yet our table is still one degree off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, if, if you think we had a smaller moon, eclipses would not be a thing. Yeah. It would just be a shadow on the and sun. And if it was bigger, it would be, I guess, more common yeah. to have a total solar so eclipse. So perfectly aligned. Yeah, I guess so. I guess so. There was a big, did you hear the big earthquake today? <laughs> what? Where? There was a big earthquake in, off the coast it. of Alaska. They had a tsunami warning. 8.0 earthquake. I did not get tweets about that one. That was on CNN. Well, how many people do you follow in Alaska? Right? No, people fucking tweet at me whenever there's a fucking earthquake all the time. Oh, that's a good point. So those uh, those islands I talked about that are, have the 23-hour time difference, they're yeah. up, I guess it's uh, the border between... Russia and Alaska. Oh, okay. It's like one island is in Russia, and then the other island's like the very last one coming off of Alaska. So it'd be GMT minus 12 to plus 12? Something like that. Yeah. Which is absolutely crazy. That's mental. <laughs> uh, yeah, and I think they said the, the island on the Russian side is only used for like military purposes. It's like got a military base on it, and the island on the Alaskan side is inhabited by some Inuit natives. I think they said only like 150 people live on that one. Because wow. I was like, that would be awesome to go visit. Like, if it was like a tourist spot, and be like, I'm going to spend all day here and then go back over there and spend the whole <laughs> day also. Just like you talked about yeah. the 50 hour day or whatever. Well, I definitely want to visit some of those other ones, like the, um, the place in Belgium in the Netherlands where you just like that, that's walk the around kind of like thing. crazy. I want to go to in, not necessarily tourist places around the world. I just want to go to interesting places like that. Yeah. They showed like. Like, I want to go to that oh, spot in the US where those four states, is it four or five? They all join. Oh, I was thinking about point. that. You talking about borders. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Four corners. I want to go there. I want to go to everywhere that's kind of got weird rules. Have you been to the Grand Canyon? No. You should go to the Grand Canyon. 
It's got really weird rules. I'd be terrified. <laughs> if only you knew someone who recently drew, drove to that part of the country and came from, like, say, Los Angeles to Austin, and you had driven with them, <laughs> for instance. I don't like being in a car. Do you find it weird that Meg, you don't moved, have to be in a car moved, Meg moved from L.A. to Austin and Gavin did not go with her in the car? I don't find that weird. I find that so fucking weird. I'm, I just can't be in a car that long. <laughs> they I, probably, I, I ha- if Gavin was in the car for that trip, they probably would have broken up. No, they wouldn't. Because have. Gavin does, is not good in cars. Gavin's like taking a cat in a car. <laughs> it's <laughs> like you can manage it for a few minutes, and then after a while, he's just on your shoulder. Like I also hate being in a car get out. that isn't moving. Like some people, when you get in their car, they faff around for like a minute, and I'm like, let's go! <laughs> Come on, I'm stuck oh, in a car. Shit. What happened? Not that I was trying to send Patrick an image real quick. Somebody posted a cool observation about this uh, photo. We're talking about space photos, and this is a really cool one. But it's an 8-meg photo because it came from fucking NASA. Mm. So hold on one second. Let me. So, it's funny you say that. Like sometimes I'll get in my car, and I try to go right away. Like I'll, I'll try to start it, and I'll like, put it in gear, and like I'm putting my seatbelt on and mm-hmm. as I start moving. Sometimes like I'll turn my car on, and I'll like try to shift so fast that the car's not ready to shift yet. <laughs> I don't know if you've ever, see, if you've ever seen me do that, where like I'll hit the – and I'll be like, oh, God damn, i got to do it again. That happens uh, I don't, at lunch sometimes. I never noticed. Yeah. It's like, oh, your car's not ready to go. No, but you not are. ready to go. Like, oh. Do you guys still every day? Most days. Most days. Today, not today. Barbara was uh, was out at a shoot for a little while. Yep. So I sent you an image, Patrick. Done an imager what, link. What were you shooting? You're shooting for a new uh, three part series. The medieval thing. Medieval thing. Yeah, that's how we're describing it. The medieval thing. Cool. Are you in that? No. No, I'm not in. No, I think they're wrapping soon. So. Yeah, I think they're wrapping tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. They've been filming for like. It a was week. really cool. It's a really cool concept i think people are going to enjoy it going back i keep every time we go back to the garage sale thing i want to mention this you and jeff on drunk gamers back in the day had an ongoing series it was probably the most popular thing yeah on drunk gamers was you and jeff going to drunk drunken sailing drunk sailing drunk sailing you guys would go to garage sales yeah. every, and that was like what you did every fucking Saturday. We, we just tried to find video six, games. They would wake up at six in the morning and go to oh, garage sales. sailing. Yeah. Like, yeah. And they would like, get drunk? I only just got that now. Yeah. I've seen <laughs> drunk sailing drunk. constantly yeah. over the years. They're probably always drunk. Yeah, and uh, we just try to find video games and whatever, cool stuff. Yeah, but get good find. deals and stuff? Yeah, yeah sometimes, sometimes. Sometimes we would have, uh, we'd have good stuff. Uh, it was, it was rare. never had anything good. So what is this, Burns? It was funny. What is this photo? So that's a photo of, that's the lunar lander going down to the surface of the moon. And the guy, the one dude is staying yeah, up dude. in the orbiter. And you talked about this one time that he was the most isolated person in the entire world. Yeah, he was the, human the entire- furthest from any other human. Because he was well, not in the world. Not in the world. It's ever human ever. He <laughs> yeah. was the most isolated because his distance to them on the surface of the planet or on the surface of the moon, I should say, was greater than any other human has ever been a- further away than any other human. Should we talk about how many people volunteered to go to Mars and never come back? Was it a bunch? Hold on a second. Let me, let me tell you about the perspective somebody gave on this photo here. If you can go back to it. So the guy that took the photo of the lunar lander going down to the moon, he took it from the orbiter. So it's got the lunar lander in the foreground. In the background, it's got the Earth. Yeah. So someone pointed out that that photo contains – it's a photo of every single human ever in existence living and dead (laughs) except for the guy that took the photo. (laughs) Wow. He's he's the only person – Ever to have lived as a human that's not in that photo. Wow. That's, <laughs> that's a, really, a really interesting observation. It's that's like a, pretty funny. Yeah, that makes me feel really uneasy for some it's like, It does, right? Yeah. It's, it's like it's really weird. We're all in that photo in some weird way. Like uh. all the materials that made us, everything is in that photo. Yeah. It's like everything that ever happened, all of the history except for him. <laughs> except for that <laughs> so dude. So yeah. Except for that dude. Yeah. It's crazy. So yeah. sad. The, the caption should be like, guys, I missed it. <laughs> can we take that? it again <laughs> can we photoshop him in like ray it's like the Halo Oscar selfie. <laughs> we'll just put him in at guys, the end guys one billion of you are blinking <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, we, you, how often do you blink? What are the chances if you take a photo of six billion people? Probably five billion people when that was. God, it was probably four billion people. Yeah. When that photo was taken, probably less than four. Might have been less than yeah. four billion. I remember f- four billion being the milestone when I was young. In Wait, your lifetime, year? yeah, in you, my what lifetime. What year was that taken? 1968? Late 60s, maybe early 70s. That would yeah. be different for a woman, though. What? Oh, God. I'm trying to... No, no, no. Wait, wait, wait. Let's see. What does that mean? That would be wait, different guys. for a woman, though. Now, let's do this from now on. <laughs> guys, let's do this from now on. Whenever this comes up, you and I are now going to play... Who's Gavin's brain? Am I Gavin's brain or are you Gavin's brain? Okay. You be Gavin's brain. Can you, can you repeat the question? That's probably for a Probably different for different. a woman, it would probably that, that statement What year was it? Woman. 1968, it would probably be different for a woman. No, 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 no. He has nothing to do with it. That's, no, that's, no, that's how the conversation that. went. Right. It's probably different for a woman, though. <laughs> I'll be Gavin's brain. Right, Can I Gavin's volunteer? Brain. Yeah. Here's why. Something about... A woman is filled with eggs. So, since people are the eggs, she's, she has more than just herself out of the photo. She has a bunch of people that are going to be people also behind the camera as well. Right, but that still is encompassed by everyone who's ever going to... No, but this could be generations of people that are, like, <laughs> egged up in right. here. Uh, the How do I do, Gavin? A woman, though. Hold on, no, I still... I still <laughs> I, absolutely spot. I've known you, Wait, I've really? known you too yeah. long. Because if it was a woman who would eventually have kids, her kid was up there too. <laughs> Gavin is fascinated <laughs> by ovaries. You, haven't been, you don't know that yet? It's so interesting to me that you have a finite amount. Uh, your dude could just sperm everywhere, left and right, all day, every day, and never run out. Because remember, he got the whole thing about you're in your grandmother, yeah, with your mother, like no, you're, because you're an egg in yeah, your like, in your mother who's in your grandmother. That yeah. was the discussion. You because had a baby has all of its eggs, so the baby that's in the woman has eggs that it will one day have. <laughs> Yeah, he's fascinated by I eggs. I love when you confuse yourself mid-sentence. It's not that, I think it's not that he's confused. I think he's just excited oh about God, the topic like, for some reason. It's like when you miss out a word while you're typing. I'm now going to keep oh, record. Man. I am now one for one as Gavin's you are, you are. brain. You I, have to match me later. I was so brain That's dead earlier. That was really good. I, uh, I sent an email to the convention center. I was coordinating some stuff with the catering, with the catering department there uh-huh. for RTX. And uh, one of our exhibitors had a question because they wanted to know if they could pass out free bottles of water in their booth. So I emailed the catering department at the convention center. And I said, hey, one of our uh, exhibitors wants to know if they can give out uh, free watered bottles uh, at their booth. <laughs> and I sent the email. And I was like, something was weird about that. <laughs> and I went back and I looked at my sent items. And I, I was like, I wrote watered bottles. Was and it and I, I, so I sent a follow-up email. I was like, obviously, I mean bottled water. They were still confused. <laughs> they were like, do, do you mean bottles with water in them or like empty water bottles that people can use later? So is that, are there different rules depending on the email even a watered bottle would be a bottle with water in it. <laughs> a watered bottle to me is just droplets of water on the outside of an empty bottle. Mm. Watered bottle. Like watered plants. Yeah, I, there's no. That, that yeah, it was, I, it, it was early and I, I was just trying to plow through as many emails as I could. My brain is so fried because of RTX right now. Mm-hmm. I've made so many mistakes <laughs> like for the last couple of days. Just small, stupid things. <laughs> like going on that shoot. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, that was a mistake. Well, they convinced me I'd be out by 11.30 because I had a meeting at 2 and I was out by 1.30 and I missed the meeting. <laughs> Great. That happens. Yeah. Don't Okay, here's what you should know about all live action shoots everywhere on the planet. Everywhere on the planet. Don't make plans after the shoot because you will never do them. That plan already existed. This is an ongoing weekly RTX meeting. I know a guy that wanted to be in day five and he talked about it forever. Like he was so looking forward. I said, absolutely, we can put you in it. There's a scene in particular that you would fit really well as, like, a background player. You should absolutely 
do it. He was really, I mean, talked about it for as long as we've been, Who? you know, had that thing. My friend Andy, you know Andy, yeah. And uh, we were, uh, you know, that 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 show was in on hiatus for a while and then came back. So like for literally for like nine months to a year, he was talking about it. And they called him and they said, "Yeah, we need you tomorrow if you want to be in this." He's like, "Great!" And they're like, "We need you from seven a.m. to eight p.m." And he's like, "I have a job. I have a business. I can't." I can't just be there all day. They're like, well, okay, well, sorry. And that was it. Like, every look forward to it for so long. And I, it, I didn't even think to talk to him about that part of it because I was like, yeah, of course. And I even had to explain to him, they need you there for 13 hours, but they only want you there for 13 hours for when, like, the two seconds they need yeah. you. Yeah. Because yeah. it's easy to have everyone there all day right. than meticulously plan what you're going to do because sometimes stuff changes. You well, have to also set up shots and everything like that. Yeah. It takes a long time. That's why I always have, when we first started this podcast, I think one of the big stories was Christian Bale freaking the fuck out. On the set of Terminator Salvation. Right. At the DOP. At, yeah. Yeah, the DP. You say DOP? Yeah. Interesting. I never said I say DP. Director of Photography, but I say DP. DP? You say DOP, huh? I think everyone says DP. He's, well, he's, maybe in UK they yeah, say yeah, DOP. DOP. I mean, I get, I get what you're saying when you say DOP. I get it. I just interesting to me. Anyway, he was yelling <laughs> at the dude. But I, have, I totally understood Christian Bale being furious about that because – when you look at a movie set, I have a lot of respect for actors, and I gained a lot of respect for actors about how hard that job is because everybody gets like three hours to get set up. You get the, the guys come in. They set up the C-stands, set up the lights. You know, you get the audio guys testing their shit for, you know, 30 minutes. You know, you get the camera guys. Like, they're doing it to the point where they're pulling focus where they say, here's our focus here. There's our focus there. Stand and sit there. They light the guy. You know, make up your makeup for 30 minutes. Actors, it's like, okay, we've all been working for four hours. Now we're finally ready to shoot. You have exactly thirty seconds to be perfect, mm-hmm. and you got to be you got to be spot on, and you got to turn it on and turn it off. And we're ready for you. Oh no, we're not ready for you. Now we're ready for. You. Oh, now we're not ready. For and you. you've got to be ready for technical issues, like right. if your mic's broken and you've just done the best performance you're going to give, yeah. and it was like, oh, we didn't get that. You got to do it again. Do it again. That happened mm-hmm. to yeah. me today, where there was like a whole stunt going on, and I had to say a line after that stunt happens, and there was like, I don't want to give anything away, but there was stuff involved where they had to make a mess. Uh-huh. And what? I was like, I really hope I don't fuck this lineup. Yeah. Because that would suck. I'm always amazed that Gavin, in slow motion, shoots these explosions. And I've never heard you about, like, yeah, we had to redo the entire explosion because I didn't have my exposure right. Yeah. Well, yeah, you just – I just put all of the time into making sure the Phantom's ready and, like, working. I, I still – I've said it about a thousand times in the podcast. I still don't understand how you go from a normally lit room to a massive explosion. That's a huge change in light. And your image is still exposed perfectly. I, and you've never messed that up from what, I, from what I've heard. I've never heard of you messing it up. No, you always err on underexposing anyway. You're like Rain Man. And yet every single person who runs the Phantom camera for the first time, which is basically there's three ways you can set it. You can set it to where you hit the button and it records the next four seconds. Yeah. Or you can set it I'm – I'm simplifying here. You can set it so that when you hit the button, it records the previous two seconds and the next two seconds. Mm-hmm. Or you can do it to where you hit the button and it just records the last four seconds. So usually explosion – that was good, click, and then you get the explosion after the fact. That's usually the way you have it set up for big stuff, right? Yeah, because that gives me enough time to run back. <laughs> right, and do it. Yeah. That's why you're always running after something happens. But sometimes you want as much fallout after the explosion as possible. Right. So what I do then, you've always got four seconds, and you can place the trigger anywhere. So I'll be like, right. I'll place the trigger a second in to the buffer. So when the explosion happens, I'll have reaction time, I'll press the button, it'll record one second back, and the remaining time forwards. And so that way you maximize, you maximize the event in the window. And you have a four-second window there. You yeah. always get it right. Everyone else always gets it wrong. Like, there, I've seen people, it's like, there's an explosion. We're going to set it so that you see the explosion. 
and then hit the button. And like you said, you can set that, that trigger anywhere in that four seconds. So we're going to give him three <laughs> seconds to react and then a second after. And it's like the explosion goes off and the person's like, oh, I didn't hit the button. <laughs> it's yeah. like, I think Brandon did that once. He like got so nervous. He just like, he locked up. And he yeah. goes, I didn't, I didn't I, even I've, hit the button. I've never messed it up. I'm amazed at how many other people mess it up. It's everybody 100% of the time. One of the up. guys I used to work with, we, he would never mess with the trigger point because in his head, he would be like, oh, maybe I'll, I've said it wrong. So he always did a, a end trigger. But on explosions, you have to, you basically wait for the explosion, wait a couple of seconds and press it. The explosion would always make him jump. And he hit it as the explosion went off. So he had like tons of lead up to the explosion. Then, <laughs> <laughs> good lord! And what would you do? Just say we got to go again? Yep. Oh, yep. That's expensive. Sucks. Yep. I'm sure people love that. that. A big part of movies is redundancy. You know that Matrix shootout they had in that one lobby? Yeah. They built that whole set twice, and then there's there's a whole pristine version of that set somewhere else because they never they got all their their shots right. Oh, good. And they didn't have to go back and film it. That's amazing that they built it and didn't use it. It's yeah. awesome. They built uh, a fucking freeway for Matrix 2. I, I want to correct something here on Twitter real fast. Someone, oh, good luck. We'll be here a while. Because if I don't correct it now, Do we're going to hear about it forever. Okay. Someone Thanks, said, Jess. moon landing was 1969. You'll be reminded of that from now until the end of Rooster Teeth. Yeah. I know that's when the first moon landing was. We don't know when that photo was taken, which may not have been on the first moon landing. It may have been on a subsequent one. Yeah, but I said no. They're saying I said sixty-eight. Huh. I was trying to remember when the moon landing was. I did not remember off the top of my head when the moon landing so, was. Late sixties. I'm early so 70s. sorry, all of you who have fucking Wikipedia at your well, fingers. At this point, sixty-eight. And obviously knew that fact off the top of your fucking heads and didn't look it up. Sixty-eight is sixty-nine at this point. Well, I mean, yeah, I was off by a year. Oh, yeah. it's totally fucking wrong. You were off by maybe you're off by a degree days of that happened like. Twenty thousand days ago. Yeah, nineteen sixty nine. That's when we landed on the moon. Nineteen sixty eight. We were fucking banging on rocks. <laughs> we didn't know shit. We were doing the bone thing with the I monkeys. Was way, I was way the fuck off. I think that's my pet peeve about the podcast: is people who get on you for getting facts incorrect. Oh, it's, it's all so the science people who know it's one like fucking thing. You're in the middle of a conversation. You're performing. You're on. You're doing the podcast. You're not going to remember every fucking detail about <laughs> life. Well, I won't. Barbara, you're getting pissy at the audience. <laughs> yeah, I'm pissy. People... Somebody, somebody sent me Earth's school photo with a blue background. <laughs> <and all that. laughs> Is it wearing like big clunky glasses? Oh, uh, it's just here. It's so, just Earth at school. <laughs> <laughs> the people who want to go to Mars and die there, they, go ahead. they have no intention of coming back. I That's imagine Gus. a bunch of them will go. They will set up life on Mars and then make babies. And then we'll have real Martians. All right, people who are yeah, born on Mars. It's true. Do they get a passport? Like, do, is there is there going to be like a planetary passport? That'd be awesome. Also, what if the front door for their Martian house is in Belgium? That's what, I know. <laughs> That's what it gets confusing. But what if? Because what happened with America? Right, everyone went there, and then they were like, "Oh, screw everywhere else. We're what America if? now." That's it. That's and pretty much it. We had to send That's people. What the Declaration of Independence starts with. We had to send people over else. to America to try and like get that under, you know, back how it should be. Yeah, that worked out. And then we lost. And then America was America. Will there be an interplanetary war between Mars and Earth one day, do you think? In- involving humans. Interworld War One. It wouldn't be worth <laughs> it. It wouldn't be worth it. Why? Just to say, uh, what are the resources? I mean, what? I mean, how are you going to go to another planet to fight a war? Well, what if, what if Mars is building an army? That's it's like, sh- we're going to invade you two years from now. <laughs> Here we come. <laughs> it's like, just get ready. Here's you just go blueprints. like, you just do this, you go, da, 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 da. all right, dig a hole right here. <laughs> <laughs> dig a big hole in the fucking army lands and just bury him. <laughs> That's what I would do. <laughs> imagine, if the, imagine if the Nazis had like a two-year lead on knowing exactly where the U.S. forces were going to land in Normandy. Soon. You can, I, I don't think we can fight wars 
anymore like that. I think that age is like quickly going away. Because information's too readily available. Yeah, like I just look at like like we could r- arrive on the beach of Normandy and the German forces, the Axis forces, were just like we think they're going to come anywhere along this coast in these corridors at these spots, and they set up bunkers, but they just didn't really have an idea. You know what I mean? So was was there the equivalent of that set up at Normandy everywhere else along that coast? Uh, there were other places where we landed. Normandy, I think, is just the big one that we always talk about. But D-Day was like a couple different points of entry. Hmm. So there were, yeah. there were different beaches. Yeah, I think they, you know, they obviously set up defenses anywhere they thought could be a potential landing area. D-Day was a big operation. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, they talk about you know, uh, how they tried to build fake armies. Like they had inflatable tanks and fake planes that they set so that when German spy planes would fly over to take pictures, they would think all of their forces were somewhere else, but they were all just, like, inflatables and wooden, like, pieces of shit. I love the idea of some guy explaining to his wife, he's like, yeah, you know, I'm helping our country for the war. What what are you doing? I I gotta go blow up the tank. That sounds dangerous. No, no, I just have to inhale. and like, like it's like like a pool toy. I'm the tank inflator for the war. I've also seen, I guess, over, uh, I guess, like, Air Force bases in California. Uh, I think it was Air Force bases and airplane factories. Uh, they didn't want them to look like factories from the sky, so they would put giant tarps over the top of them that looked like neighborhoods. Oh, really? So when you were flying over, it would look like a neighborhood street with uh, houses and roads that and stuff. That is comedy. But then under <laughs> the tarp was, oh, see, there's an inflatable tank. Wow. I love that they're just like really basic tricks that people would fall for right. when they're in the plane. That would be a great flotation device to use at the beach. It's funny because the standard term we use is like the storming the beach at Normandy, but that's not... Really accurate. I always heard that phrase. I guess, like, growing up, you heard Storm about, like, Normandy. veterans who stormed the beach at Normandy. It was actually – so Normandy is the region of France. It was Normandy. Operation Neptune is actually what it was called. And it was the landings, both sea and air landings, airborne landings that we did in the Normandy region of France. And the different sites were oh, – I just had it. Now I lost it. Let me look up Omaha. They call them what, like Sword, Gold. Gold Beach, Omaha Beach, Juno Beach, Sword Beach. Point de Hoc, I'm sure I'm saying that wrong, Utah, and then British and Canadian airborne landings as well. So it was a lot of different stuff, but it was like all, all contained in the uh, Normandy region of France, which I believe is where Nico is from. Because Nico is French, and I think his family is from Normandy. So like every Veterans Day and every uh, um, D-Day anniversary, Nico always writes something about that. Mm. He's very, very like – from his family growing up, he's very appreciative – of the Allied forces or the American forces landing in Normandy. We're going to see Nico this, soon. After this yeah. past uh, D-Day, I don't know if you saw, there was a post on Reddit where someone took old photos of uh, the beaches, you know, while D-Day was happening, and they, like, cross-cut them with modern pictures yeah. of that beach. You'd see, like, where there were, like, dead bodies and planes exploded and everything, and then just, like, a family walking by. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, and it's like... It'd be really cool to just be able to see the spot that you're on. And like wind back time and see the history on that spot. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. As a matter of fact, Nico just wrote a journal entry two weeks ago about it because it was mm-hmm. the anniversary, it was seventy year anniversary of it. And uh, yeah, he just wrote, he wrote a journal entry. He writes it every year on D Day. And so I, knew, I had a feeling since it just passed that he had written about it. And sure enough, yep, he wrote about it seventy Speaking years ago of- today. Americans, British, Canadians, and others of all nationalities and backgrounds endured incalculable hardship and demonstrated untold bravery to liberate my country, France. Merci. Merci. Merci beaucoup. You were talking about like, misleading people from a distance mm-hmm. with inflatable tanks and stuff. I once read, I'm not actually sure if it's true, that there is this house in North Korea that is built just so that people in South Korea can see what North Korea is like. It's like a fake house. It's meant to look all perfect on this nice little street. But it's completely empty. It's like a, just a stunt house really? on a hill. And you can see it with a telescope or something. 
And I'd love to just walk I, inside that house. I believe it. Yeah. There's, there's so much crazy stuff about that North and South Korea border. Like, I don't know if you know this, but, you know, there's the DMZ yeah. where the, it's a heavily armored border. Armies looking at each other, pointing guns, whatever. The South Korean army puts their tallest, most intimidating soldier on patrol there <laughs> to just be physically intimidating to the North Koreans because they're not as well nourished. Makes so they sense. see, like, giant six-foot-tall South Korean dudes like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> And uh, it's like they just stand there facing each other. It's like a couple of North Korean guards on one side of a building facing a couple of South Korean guards on this side of the building. Do you think they, they become other? friends? No. They, well, they have, to, they have all these weird protocols. Like there's this room or there's this building that has a door on the North Korean side and the South Korean side so that if they ever ne- have to meet for negotiations, they go in there and they talk. When the South Korean soldiers unlock the door, they have a protocol where – one soldier goes and locks the door, and he leaves one hand back behind him. And the other soldier holds on to that arm and holds on to the side of the building because in the past, North Koreans have grabbed them and kidnapped them and taken them to the north. So the other soldier holds on to his other arm so that when he opens the door, there's no chance of him being taken through the door and kidnapped. Holy crap. Jesus. It's, it's a whole bunch of uh, crazy protocols and stuff like that. Handcuff themselves to it. Oh, I mean, yeah. <laughs> it seems like a pain in the ass, I guess, for like the one time in 10 years when it happens. I think that's that picture of that fake place. Oh, if, that if we had lost the American Revolution, if the American forces had lost, what do you think would be different about America? Do you think America and Canada would be one country? One could only hope. <laughs> you think we would be? I don't know. Um, then I would have to get this fucking work visa. I'll be perfectly honest. I'm not entirely sure how Canada went from being a French territory to being a British Commonwealth. I'm not entirely sure how that took place. Barbara, you care to enlighten us in Canadian history? Nope. <laughs> so I, know I'm gonna, worst, I know I'm going to get some facts wrong Canadian. and people are just going to be Look, on me. Yeah. Just say, I get stuff wrong all the time. And I get yeah. a ton of tweets. Here's what I do. No, but people will just fucking never let it go. So Just no. ignore it. No. All right. Canadians are proud. They invented <laughs> basketball on the radio. And everything else they fucking tell us they invented. Like bacon and gravy on fries. Good job. Let's, let's be honest. Let's be honest. <laughs> <Fuck> Canadian- <laughs> Canadian bacon is not as good as American bacon. I'm just making. I'm just making shit up oh at this my point. God. It's just one of those things. Like, just one of those things. If a Canadian invented something, I like you'll you. know because they'll tell you. Basically. I like Barbara around RTX. She's so testy. Are you? What's wrong? I just get really like. Just I have just, no patience. Just chill your beans. You just a don't want to know shit about your own country. You want to know everything, and you don't know this particular fact. Like you don't know how it became from. from be honest. You went from, went from French territory to a British Commonwealth. You don't know how that happened. Mm-mm. And you're afraid you're going to catch shit from other Canadians for not knowing that. I will. It's some basic fact. Like yeah. there was the War of Maple <laughs> or something. I don't know the what war it was. Of <laughs> Somebody lost a fucking the hockey war game. War of Maple. <laughs> <laughs> fucking goose landed the facing the wrong way. No, I'm the, the one subject that I was never good at and never will be good at is history. I am but it's the terrible. easiest subject. History? How so? Just never you should go into history school. Yeah, but you ha- there's a lot of dates and facts and like things you have to remember and names of things. It's, Patrick, I'm sending you the There's a lot of information uh, the to take was, in. The thing about history is it's a lot of rote memorization as opposed to something like math or science where you just learn like a process or yeah, I'm better at that and, and then you can apply it. Yeah, I guess every piece of history is a different piece of information. Right, you have to store all yeah. of that as opposed to like just knowing how to add two numbers. Yeah, you can't be like, oh, well, they won the Battle of Hastings, so they probably won. <laughs> I've always been terrible at memorization and retaining facts. Like when was that. the Battle of Hastings? Again, uh, I don't know. I don't know. 11.15. 10.66. Damn. 10, so close. <laughs> so close. See, that shit, 49 years off. That shit, I don't know. 
I'm just, I'm terrible with history and dates. You were 49 years off, and that's fine. I was one year off from the fucking moon landing. One fucking year. Well, the equivalent of that many years off then is the difference yeah, it's between It's the scale. It's like the, difference, the distance between the moon and the sun. You know what, actually, you know, you know, the big events, you know what I would get confused about when I'm talking about the moon landing, is I go to say it, and then I have to check myself and say the other one, because I always want to mix up the Kennedy assassination with the moon landing. It's like those two major events in the 60s. I when do you wreck yourself, though? I don't wreck myself ever. I always check myself there beforehand. There you go. I was going to say it. <laughs> always. You beat me to it. Always. You got the picture? So, according to Twitter, Barbara is the worst Canadian. <laughs> I am a terrible Canadian. There we go. Could Sorry. someone check that 1066 is right? Because that might be wrong. <laughs> oh, my God. You said it with such conviction. I'll what? Look it up. Oh, I said, I said, Patrick, the photo that you were talking about with the Korean guys, like, guarding the door. Guarding each other, guarding the door. <laughs> That's it. Oh, yeah. Wow, what a firm grip he's got there. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, good thing he's got that wall. Battle of Hastings was 1066. You are correct. Yes. October 14th. That reminds me. We were in an RT recap recently. Gus and I, the new guy, RT oh, recap. Right. And we were supposed to walk in on the hall and we were supposed to hassle this new guy. That was our bit. And then I said, Gus, hey, it's be funny. When they come around the corner and you and I are walking on the hall together, let's be holding hands. And we'll be, that's, like, that's the way we walk around the office. Yeah. And it was like a waste because you, we turn the corner, they turn the corner so fast you can't really see that yeah. we're holding hands. You were actually holding hands? We, we just walked on yeah. the hall holding hands. Like, also, I, I almost didn't want to do it because he said it and I started laughing. I said, if we're holding hands walking down the hall, I'm just going to be laughing and ruin the take. <laughs> and it was totally I also, rude. I didn't know you were filming that and I walked around the corner behind you and I saw you in the camera and then I just turned around and walked back. But you can see me in the background just be like, oh, mm, see you later. Did I ever tell you about the way the first movie we ever shot, the way that the uh, we had this guy who was who was very well meaning but so fucking dumb, and he was helping us. He was like our PA, and, and he he's a lot smarter now. <laughs> but uh, he was back in college. He was kind of dopey, and he did the fucking dumbest thing ever. We were shooting a picnic scene. It was in the movie. It was a picnic scene. Did he bring ants? Fucking blanket, person, person, chicken, whatever it was they had. They were eating. And they were sitting there, we're shooting the shot, so we're going this way. And it's like, and Tony was late. And we're like watching the shot. It was a big, long take. We, we shot on a camera back then. You could only do, it had a 100-foot reel. That was, it was a shoot camera. So a couple of minutes? For two and a half minutes is what we could get. So this scene was going to do one take. We were going to do two and a half minutes. So they had to get it right. And then if they didn't, we'd have had to change the film and all this stuff. So we'd done it like twice already. We're on the third take. And we're doing this. And they're one minute into the scene. And I look up. And here comes fucking Tony walking to the set because he's late. And I'm like, oh, shit. I said, but no big deal. Is this somebody walking in the background of the, uh, the shot? Like, here's the shot. And he's about where you are, but, like, further back. But that's where the angle is in the shot. He's walking up. And so I'm, like, to Tony. I'm behind the camera. And he's, like, looking. I go, This is great for the audio like podcast. That. Yeah, it's great for the audio podcast. I'm just telling him, walk, walk, You're walk. You're pantomiming walking. Yeah. And then Tony, he's walking along. And sure enough, he gets about 50 feet. I can't judge this. About 50 feet away. <laughs> And he looks up and he makes eye contact with me and he goes like this. This is terrible for the audio podcast. I recognize. Oh, he goes uh, like this. He goes. He goes. Deer in the headlights <laughs> look. And he like crouches down he like froze. a cat. And then like cartoon style, he creeps off like this. <laughs> with his hands in front of him like he's sneaking. Like a burglar in an old cartoon. Like a Scooby-Doo cartoon. He's like taking away from the monster. <laughs> Good lord. 
God damn. Please cream. tell me you used that take. That was the God. best one. It was fucking Tony in the background. It's the kind of mission that goes together with a creaky floorboard every time. I was like, what were you doing? I mean, what was the... What, have you ever made that motion in your life? Does in that real work? life? Does that, is that how you sneak away so people don't see you? Like, he was like a ninja. There was a guy there, and then he just disappeared into thin air. It could have been worse. He could have thrown one of those smoke puffs down. <laughs> disappeared that way. Or that, just that fallen over dead. Like, locked up. Both of those might have been better. Each of those scenarios might have been preferable to we what actually happened. We could have seen like a meteorite hitting him or something and knock him out. Anything would have been better than what he did. It was like, cut. Was he that noticeable in the show? Was he in focus? Oh, he was just in the background. Yeah. I, I mean, mean, even if he wasn't. Imagine if you're that. in a movie and there's like all these people on the city street and one person goes <laughs> at, the ca- <laughs> at the camera. You'd be oh. like, what the fuck? Why'd they leave that in? I did that terrible. recently with the with the bare naked lady shoot. I went off to do something and I came back and I ran because everyone walked off. And I guess while we were walking back to the other location, Matt was filming him like all walking around and singing the song. So I like ran around the corner and I saw them all like walking and doing this. I was like, <laughs> so I tried to like hide behind one of them and like get further and further back. And in the end, I snuck off. But then they turned the corner and the camera came around and it was pointing at me again. So I was like, oh, God's sake! And I was just showing your beard. Where? I was empty. Oh, okay. I didn't see all that beer spill off. Hey, what's wrong? What's wrong with you? Care told me a story about you that worried me, Gavin. You, Gavin, has a spot on his face where he has no beard because I pull it out. He's told this story a billion times on the podcast, but he he can't feel that part of his face because that's where he had. Yeah, that's because he needs to go to a fucking doctor. It's just it's been like that since then, and I don't remember it happening before that. But this patch of like. Bare skin here. It's different on that side. Let me see. You know, like it happens to everyone. You, everyone has that spot on their no, face no, they no. can't feel. No, no. You know why? You know not... why he? You know why it's like a bare spot though? Because he pulls out his hair because he can't absentmindedly because he can't feel it because yeah, of his stroke. Like, like, there. But yeah. it feels good to pull hair out of it because it's tingly. If I don't, Do it's feel... one of those things where if I'm not doing anything, what, if I'm not doing anything, it's like ah, oh, just pull some hair out. Why? If someone slaps, what is that called? Trico. If someone does called it. something. Well, I can. F- it's only this bit that has no feeling. Like all around here does. Like so that's why I didn't pull this bit out because it hurts. Do you feel that? I can feel like the com- the suction on my other skin. But there's no like but sensitivity. But not actually on that bit. That's and if weird. I do it on this side of my cheek, it hurts. Oh, oh, it really hurts. Like pulling out your face. Imagine it's, it feels the same way the other one. You're just, you're, you're, the, <laughs> it's just getting intercepted. It's like I when you get damaged. like some sort of dental surgery and then you're like playing with your lip because it's all numb. You're like. So do you not have like a piece of your body that's numb from feeling? My heart. Kara went all. Oh, yeah, yeah. I would have to agree. Uh, I, I no, I don't think so. I don't think I have any numb parts. Should I get that checked though? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Should I go to a doctor and say one piece of my face is go, a bit you numb? Should, you know what? You should go to every doctor. You at should this go point. to a doctor. You've had strokes. I it wasn't a your well, colon maybe. fell out. You, you're <laughs> headed Wait, for rough waters. Your colon. You had your you butthole, had, dude. I had diarrhea. That's not that's serious. For injury. five days in a row. Yeah. That's not good. Well, that is not good. It is, it is fixed now, you're right. You probably feel nice and healthy now. Let's put a cork up in there. I feel good right now. If I get on the same bathroom, I want to go back to bathroom stuff, but I'm going to say this. If I get on the same bathroom schedule as somebody else here, I do everything in my power to get off the same I, bathroom schedule as somebody Miles else. and I ran into each other like three times one day. You're done with that then? Yeah, I was like... I'll do anything how, different. How did, how did this happen yeah. that we need to piss at the exact same time? Speaking of schedules, I saw you outside last week. Oh my and god. you were like, oh, I guess this is... It's this kind of time of day. This is usually when I see that British Airways flight go, oh, there it is right now. And I just happened to be filming as well. So we have that on video. I think yeah. maybe we should you, you were just filming something else. Well, And then you turned to me for my reaction. Here's what happened. I, was walk- I walked to the toilet and I saw 
Aaron just stood there. He was stood there like this, just looking off into the distance. I was like, all right, weirdo. Just standing there. That's cool. Went to the bog. Probably took me a couple of minutes. Came out. He was still just stood there looking off into the distance. So I got my phone out and I started recording the back of his head. I got like two minutes of footage of me just standing behind him. He eventually... Sometimes people just space out. Why? Who spaces out like this? Superman. He eventually realized I was there. I was like, ugh. And then Gus came out and then we had the moment where I saw that we both saw the flight together. Maybe yeah, that, yeah, that whole... you, you, you were getting my reaction to him yeah. just standing there and uh, just out of the blue. It's like, oh, hey, it's 3.45. Right about now is the time that... The... There it is. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll see if I can play the audio from it because it's really funny. It's like a genuine reaction. Yeah. Here, I'm going to read this while you get that cued up. By the way, just so people stop tweeting to me, I tricked the little mania right, is the pulling out your hair, obsessively pulling out your hair. I uh, want to remind everyone, this episode of Rooster Podcast is brought to you by NatureBox. Your mission, snack smarter to get in shape by summer. Your enemy, the vending machine. But when you're starving at 3 p.m., all cranky and lightheaded, the evil vending machine can seem like your only friend. Don't give in. Head over to NatureBox.com. NatureBox sends great tasting snacks right to your door, and they're great for you, too. We're talking healthy snacks like barbecue kettle kernels, everything bagel sticks, South Pacific plantain chips, over 100 more. Zero trans fats, zero high fructose corn syrup, nothing artificial, even snacks that are gluten-conscious and non-GMO. With free shipping anywhere in the U.S., NatureBox is busting up the vending machine's monopoly in your midday hunger. Try NatureBox right now. Get 50% off your first box by going to naturebox.com forward slash roosterteeth. That's naturebox.com slash roosterteeth. Stay full, stay strong. Go to naturebox.com slash roosterteeth. It's naturebox.com slash roosterteeth. Before we play that real fast, someone just tweeted at me that they checked on the NatureBox website and they sh- they say that they saw they shipped to Canada now. I didn't verify that for myself, but mm-hmm. if you're a Canadian oh, nice. listener, you may want to check that out. All right. You know, if you're I mad at me for not knowing Canadian not, history, it is not part of my ad copy. Here's Gus's realization. I have no idea what he was doing. It's, uh, I just want to say it's about time for British Airways 191 to fly over. There it is! It's right there! It's right there! <laughs> like we, you couldn't even hear it yet. Yeah. Like, yeah. It was just a dot in the distance. It's right there. That is fucking crazy. You know, that's crazy that you know that. And that happens only once a day, and we just converge on that same spot. Yeah. And I, but I see that plane almost every day. It's, I don't know why. It's so crazy. It's so make any Maybe sense. you subconsciously go outside when you know it's going to happen. Yeah, like, like I, I feel like a your weird... Your body need. tingles. Maybe it's like a weird brown note where the soft rumble in the distance actually affects Maybe you're going to die bladder. on that flight one day. Maybe that's <laughs> why the flight's going to fall on me one day. <laughs> <laughs> like the one day I don't see it outside of sitting at my desk next to no! you, it's just going to fucking punch right through the building. Uh, no, is that a new box of Nature that Box? That is a new Nature Box. So can we open that? Yeah, go for it. I, I haven't looked at it yet. I just cut it open right before the Oh, you did cut it open? Yeah, so it's open. What's in it? Nature box. All right. I'm do you eat. think we could do an RT life that's just two minutes of Aaron looking off into the distance and then it ends on that? <laughs> I feel like that's so specific. Like not uh, only like podcast listeners who heard that one episode where we talked about how I always see that playing wood. It's like we need a video dump for the podcast for stuff that we don't want to be a RT life, but we want to show. I if we need to get Mariel a quieter who's, chair. Who's, who built this box? Who built this one? Uh, I, 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 it, right? I got random stuff. You're my spirit animal. Pe- peanut butter nom noms. <laughs> what well, mini peanut butter oat cookie? Holy shit! Sea salt pop pops. I like pop these pops. names. <laughs> I like these names. Pop pops like a grandfather. Yeah, I, I do like nom noms. It's like wait, I'm kind of snacky. What do I want? Vanilla macaroon granola. Honey crispy awesome. grandfather. Gross pop pop. Man, so as part of I don't know what I guess talking about like flavors and spices. When I'm you not supposed to eat a mic, but yo love. Um, just move the mic away from your Fuck face. You. I will. Crunching. Um. Just meet the track later. How how do you have a pantry full of like old shit? Like now that I'm getting ready to move, like uh, Esther's going through our our stuff and packing it up, and she opened up our pantry today. She said that 
we have just tons of old spices. I have mustard always. Yeah, I always like, have like an old Coleman's mustard. So you find the spices like, this expired over a year <laughs> ago. We still have it. <laughs> like you, you'll buy something. You use it like once or twice and you forget about it. And it's just, it's, you, you have so much shit in your house that you just don't need. I'm in a great The new- door of the fridge is that. <laughs> the door of the fridge is like condiments that are yep. like 80 years old. That you never are going to throw away. Have you seen I those... might want a squirt of 40-year-old mustard at some point. <laughs> Have you seen those new fridges where you can press a button and it opens the door differently? Mm-mm. Oh, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> Gavin's brain. Gavin's brain. <laughs> you go. It's your turn. It's your turn. I think what he means is... Gavin, what do you mean? You push a... You open a door, you push a button, and it opens the refrigerator door differently. What does that mean? It doesn't open the door fully. It opens the outer door, and there's still a glass panel on the inside so you can see the food without it fully being open. That is correct. Oh, it, hey! It so you pull open the whole fridge door. It brings open the door with all the food in. Or you can hold a button down, and it just pulls the front of the fridge off, and you can take the stuff that's in the door out. I, like I only know this because I had to buy a fridge because I'm moving. I saw a fridge like this at the store the other day. Do you know how much extra you typically pay for that feature? Yeah. It's like $500 more expensive. Just for a show door, they call it. Yeah, I, saw, I was like, in, that's cool. I'm not paying one? that much for a fridge. <laughs> <laughs> I just moved on. Gavin is in is what I call... No, nah, I didn't buy a stupid fridge. There's a, there's a point in your life when you have... And he's in it. You have a bunch of startup costs. Like, you have a house. Mm-hmm. So, you're going to go buy another house. You just kind of, like, trade in your old house and then move that money over to your new house. Right. But at Gavin's age, you don't have that. You have to, like, start... Yeah, and you have to come up with your down payment, and it's like it's like it's like a lot of people can relate to a car. Like the first time you go buy a car, you buy a used car, you got to pay like five thousand dollars for a used car. You got to come up with five thousand dollars. But the next time you go to a car, you have some value in that system, and you can like trade up. Right. You know what I mean? So if you spend five thousand dollars, you're going still going up in cars basically because you have your old car still. Right. And that that stage of life just makes you broke. It just makes you fucking broke because then you got to go out and buy refrigerators. And you yeah. gotta buy garden hoses and all this shit. That you rakes, just, rakes, fucking, lawnmowers. Uh, I've you gotta decide my, what lawnmower you want. I've had my house for two weeks. I wouldn't be surprised if every single day since I bought the house, I spent five hundred dollars. Wow! Just like pots and pans, wow. and all of a sudden you're buying blinds, pots and pans, and then you're buying. Oh, there's, <laughs> there's the, 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 there's the show door. Whoa! <laughs> it's cool, but it's not worth five hundred extra no, dollars. Not. No, it's not. Yeah, it's just ridiculous. like a lazy feature. Yeah. yeah, appliances and all that stuff. Washer, dryer, dishwasher, all that stuff. Fridge. Ashley wants to have a Glasses, house where plates. the water for the fridge is in the door. Like, do you have a thing on the like that? Her growing well, that's up, most fridges, isn't it? When she was, Yours she said, is inside the fridge. Mine's weird. Really you have to weird. open the door and then it's on the side Actually, wall. I really like yours, so I got a fridge that does the same thing. Really? Why? Because I don't like the look of the water spigot outside on the door of the fridge. But Ashley, growing up, to her, that was like. She'll have made it in life if she gets in, like, a fridge that has that. Like, I've always like, like, she had a, probably had a friend, rich friend who had that, you know, and she was like, oh, one day. I'm at the stage. like, the most common type of fridge, I think. Yeah. By the way, don't drink out of mine because the, the, I, I can't tell you how many times I catch fucking Teddy in the fridge going, ah, under the water. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, get a glass, you little jerk. And he's like, okay. And then he doesn't get a glass. He comes back and does it later. I'm still at the okay. stage, though. It's the exciting stage where I'm excited by all my appliances and stuff. Like, I'm happy to go up to my fridge and open the doors. I'm like, Ooh. Wait till it fucking breaks. Yeah. Change. It'll suck. But I, I used to be in the mindset where I would keep everything. Like, say I bought Ikea furniture. Get this then, away from me. This is too good. Get this away from me. Say I bought Ikea furniture and I had a couple of screws left over, maybe, like, the booklet and stuff. I'd be like, well, I might need this Allen key one day or I might need mm-hmm. this screw. I'll keep it. Then I changed. When I moved here, I was like... If I haven't mo- used something in a year, I'll get rid of it. 
And that kind of worked. Now I'm just like, build, build, build. Crap. And I get rid of every single thing that I didn't use. And if I need it in the future, I'll just buy one. I'll just do that that yeah. way. Because that way you don't have to store stuff. Yeah, I Here, found- here's the deal. When you need it, you won't remember that you have it. It's true. Right. The amount of yeah. stuff that I kept. And then when I moved out, I was like, oh, that's where I put all this shit that I needed. I was clearing out a cabinet. I had a, like a little baggie full of those wooden dowels. Yeah. And like those little locking screws from IKEA <laughs> furniture. I was like, why the fuck do I have this? <laughs> yeah. I didn't even know this was in here. Yeah. Or like sometimes when you buy a new chair, you'll put it all together. And then the booklet will say, keep the wrench because every nine months you should tighten all the screws. And I was like, I'll do that. And now it's just like. The screw falls out. I'll just, just buy a crescent wrench. And you're <laughs> I'll just done. use my toolbox. Yeah. Just use a wrench. So, yeah, I think it's really healthy just to get rid of everything that you don't need constantly and never have clutter. I, I'm I like that. that. When I first moved in with Matt and we lived together in an apartment in college, we were roommates. Um, the first thing he did on the first day was he said, okay, you know, deciding where the silverware is going to go, that's always a big thing. When you ever go to somebody else's house and you say, like, you open the door where you think the silverware should be and you're like, they're like, it's over there. You're like, what's wrong with you? Yeah, what, you, you <laughs> what are you, a psychopath? What are you, an idiot? Why are you not here? But um, Matt, Matt said the first day we moved in, he's like, okay, well, we should determine like what drawer is going to be the drunk, the junk drawer. And I said, the what? And he goes, the junk drawer where we just like, you know, we throw just random shit in there. I'm like, well, that's the garbage. That's what, just throw it away. He's like, no, that's where you just throw like random stuff, like old batteries and stuff. I'm like, yeah. I mean, I yeah, never like scissors and all every house stuff. has one of them, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I never heard someone establish what their junk drawer is going to be. It's a very male thing. There's a comedian in the UK called Michael McIntyre. He does like this whole five-minute bit on a man drawer. And it's just stuff that a, a guy will just take control of a drawer and just chuck like an old screwdriver that only works on glasses and takeout menus and batteries and stuff like that. I have that. like three of those drawers at home. <laughs> you really? Yeah. Instruction manuals from stuff yeah. you don't own One's anymore. One's like paper junk drawer. One's yeah. like useful <laughs> tool junk drawer. Old currency that's not even in use. I was single for like a, I was single <laughs> I for like a year and a half. You know, between the time I got divorced and when Ash and I were dating full time, about a year and a half in there, I I could fit my entire life into the bed of a pickup truck. I really could. That's impressive. I had, I mean, like when I had my house, I couldn't. I had like like ninety percent of my drawers were completely and totally empty. It was <laughs> like this is awesome. There's yeah. nothing in any of this stuff. I have a bathroom that's now got they're all filled. <laughs> I have a bathroom where the sink has, I think, like five drawers all around it in a cupboard, and I've got my toothbrush on the top and toothpaste and deodorant. What am I going to put in those drawers? Like, ever. Well, you live with a girl, so that'll, they'll get filled up. We have separate bathrooms. Really? Do yeah. you really? Yeah. What? Uh, I guess because, you know, if you it's do easier. Poop. We could both, like, poop, poop. do everything at the same time. <laughs> yeah. I often everything. Think about, <laughs> I often think about establishing myself in the guest bathroom, just because there is one. I think I should probably do that. Just like, like you, you don't poo in the main bathroom, right? No, I have a, I have a poo room that yeah. I go into. <laughs> is it downstairs or upstairs? It's downstairs and through two, through two doors. Right. And so. Dampening the sound. Every now and then I'll hear, every now and then I'll hear this. I'll hear this. Bernie? <laughs> Bernie? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly how that works for me. You should get like red lights installed like you're on the air. <laughs> you're like, <laughs> do not disturb <laughs> serious business going on. <laughs> on bowl. Yeah. On bowl. Yeah. I've never, I've never, I've, ever since Ashley has moved in, I've never pooped upstairs. That's gone Smart for me. Idea. That's over for me. Yeah. What, what we go to a hotel, there? I poop in the lobby. What What if she's not there? Do you poop upstairs? It's really awkward when they don't have a bathroom in the lobby. <laughs> <laughs> the but you don't poo in the hotel room that no. you're staying with Ashley? Nope. I go down to the lobby. That's so, a little weird. 
Is it? Yeah. No, I just that do that. That is kind of weird. If, she, if she's not home, do you ever poop upstairs as like a little treat? To What's yourself? that? <laughs> no, I never do it. No? Sometimes Joe, I poop with Joe the cat in the cat box, just for fun. For I have an issue. <laughs> you think that would scare him? Like, what fucking cat did that? That thing would be massive. Dude, one of the people that I admire most is, not as an actor, but just as a guy, is George Clooney. Because he is a renowned prankster. And he used to live with the guy who, he's the guy that's on Mad About You. He's the guy... Um, the Paul Reiser? Not Paul Reiser. It's his friend. Who's like, hey, hey, hey. It's like, you'd know the guy yeah, if you saw him, but I can't tell you what his name is. Vic? No, yeah. And the guy had a cat. And so George Clooney, George Clooney religiously for like a month went down every morning and cleaned all the crap out of the cat box. And the guy was getting worried. It's like, the cat's never going to the bathroom <laughs> ever. And then George Clooney, after a month, took a dump in the <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> that's such a brilliant, oh my god. that's such a brilliant mind fuck. And the guy was like, "Oh my oh god. Jesus, that shit was backed up." I don't know what the guy's name is, but he did that. <laughs> <laughs> that's so fucking funny. It's right, really right. funny. It's really funny. That's so gross. <laughs> George awesome. Clooney. I want to see how quickly that comes up on a. Uh, so. While, while you're looking that up, uh, I wanted to uh, let people know that if you're coming to RTX, we have an RTX app. <laughs> George Clooney Catbox. Uh, it's available on iOS and uh, Android. It's live on the App Store now. You can download it. Uh, if you're not coming to RTX, you can still download it if you want. I'm not going to stop you. Yeah, but, uh, feel really It's sad. got uh, updated schedules. We will find out any late-breaking schedule changes, and uh, we'll send you push alerts. Like, yep. hi, and butts. How are you? Uh, so yeah, check it out. Uh, it's got the floor plan and uh, a ton of cool features. Yeah, if you just search, how for... did they get a video of that already? Whoa, that's impressive. It'd be useful that for Patrick. Thank you, man. Genius. Patrick is on the fucking ball. I just saw Patrick lean out and point at his own head. Yeah, that's that was it. That's amazing. Oh, that that guy. Yeah, that guy. The guy it, from Spider Man. It's Richard Kind is the name of the actor. They, they used to I never together. would have known that. But yeah, yeah. He's but the that's the guy. Jack is Scrubs. Is this the last podcast we're going to be on before RTX, or are you going to be on next Monday? I'll be on next Monday. Are we okay. are we doing one live on the panel? Yeah, so um next Monday we'll do a podcast here. The Monday after that will be a rebroadcast of the RTX panel, which will be on Sunday. So sun instead of having so <laughs> so July seventh podcast will be a rebroadcast of the one we do on July sixth. Can we sit like this? Or do we have to sit on the long table? You want to sit like this? this yeah. Is going to for the, be... No, this is going to be uh, in the Rooster Teeth booth, though. I mean, can we just sit on a couch in two chairs, though? Like, my one complaint about doing the podcast in a line is that I can't see anyone and I can't hear anyone either. You can always, right. We could always take two tables and kind of bend them like that. No, let's get, let's get furniture. I'll get furniture. Okay. Yeah. Just a couple of chairs and a, and a couch. All right. We'll do it. My favorite thing about uh, I love sending last-minute yeah. changes to the... Everybody we, requesting things Assuming last I'm minute. on it. I don't even know if I'm on that panel. Yeah, right? you are. All right, sweet. We have, like, this long punch list of shit to do. We, that we spent a long time on the phone today. Mm-hmm. It's just like... It describes, you know, there's hundreds of people who work on putting this event together. Yeah. And it's like, over the course of a week, what are all of these hundreds of people doing at any given time? It starts <laughs> on Tuesday. Yeah, it's like... That's when our who's gonna be, you know, starts. Who's going to move this? Who's going to move that? When's it going to be done by? So it's like, oh, yeah, I'll just fuck it up. Yeah. Now someone has to get a couch and chairs, and they have to put it up. They have to move the tables, put this up, and then when we're done, move this stuff and put the tables back. Yep. We'll find it. Oh, maybe I can donate my sweat couch. Your sweat couch? Your yeah, couch. the couch that the movers sweat all over. Oh. I will take your couch in my office. I will buy that couch from you at a, at a sweat discount. You're taking yeah. this one. 
I no. Barbara tried to tell me today that you guys are taking this. No, couch. I am not taking this couch. I, I told you couch. he's not going to take the fucking. I've couch. told you I'm not taking this so couch. Let, let's take his sweat couch. We'll take your sweat couch. You can have this one. Dude, let's stop. Let's what is your couch? What is your couch at home? What is it? It's a two seater couch. Oh, oh really? Is it a, a settee? Reclines on both. <laughs> is it? I guess. Shotgun. What does that mean? Shotgun. What is it's what? a glued together recliners. That's what you just described. It's a, it's Shotgun. a two seater where both legs and things go back. Really? Independently of each other. What are you, 85 watching the Super Bowl? <laughs> what is, what is... Who doesn't have recliners? What are you talking about? You hit no. a button. Is it one of the powered ones? <laughs> you, have a, you have a couch, a two-unit couch, where they recline and the feet go up and all that stuff? Yeah, and the back goes back. You can lie down on it. That is weird for a two-seater. That's weird. No, and? That's weird. No, and? Can you lie down? <laughs> Let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question, Gavin. Who else do you know that has a couch that's like that? Michael has a reclining couch. He has a reclining couch. It's a two-seater. It's, it's, it's got like a console in the middle to separate the two seats, but it is a two-seater. That's, like that's that more home? common. I see that. Because that's like two seats glued together. Right. Well, I could have had that, but I was like, I don't want the middle bit. You guys got like a like you guys got like a home theater seat is what it sounds like. It's just It just looks like a leather couch from a distance. And your couch is leather? Yeah. I don't want it. <laughs> I hate leather couches. What? I hate fucking... Because you can't sleep. You can't nap on them. Sure you can. You, get all, you get all like... <laughs> it's, like it's horrible. <laughs> it's horrible. <laughs> You get all like blah, blah, and just then like, you can't. It's like there's nowhere for the heat to go. It's all just like yeah. <laughs> get a blanket for it or something. A throw blanket. Nah, yeah, that's no. too much effort. You just get this. This has got a built-in blanket. This, this is, is rock couch. solid. Try and nap on this. Uh, what do you mean? Is it supposed to leather? The leather arms are soft. They're like a pillow. Now, I gotta see this couch. I'm imagining oh. you have a suede recliner. No, it's just like it's not even leather. It's like. What composite goop? Like it? micro suede, like uh, like 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 the love sack. No, whatever happened to our love sack? It's suede. here. It's in Brandon's office. There's okay. one in Brandon's. There's one in animation. It's not remotely fabricy or suede. It looks like leather. It isn't. It looks. <laughs> oh, uh, stop! Stop! No, no. He said he mispronounced. He said it looks like leather. It isn't. Okay. What did I say? It sounded. It sounded like you said it looks like leather. Isn't like it looks <laughs> yeah, like. Leather. I have like, no idea what and like of all the things that leather is, it's on the outside of that Venn diagram. Leather. <laughs> it's all the things that leather is not. It's uh, a feather couch. So next podcast here. This is the the. This is actually the last podcast for this couch. Thank Christ! I hate this. Next couch. podcast, there will be a new couch here. What are we doing with this? Bernie's taking it. Yeah. I'm taking this. Just going to my office. And we're taking now. Couch. So this won't be RTX. We can, I don't care if you take an RTX. We might take this on RTX. Because people are going to be like, hey, I want to sit on the podcast couch, and it's a different couch. Right. Yeah. We'll it probably, should go we'll there, and then when it comes back, it'll come back into my place. I still think we should blow it up or chainsaw it in half. Oh, God. Okay. You should just do it in his office. Like, before he gets here in the morning, just I'm going to popcorn him. I'll put an airbag in the seat. Use a phantom to record a chainsaw cutting a couch in half. Okay. Gus and Barbara, for their office, got a couch. <laughs> I, I don't know if you can call it a couch. It's like... How did you guys build that couch? It came in a box. It came pre-built. You open the box. You, you put on the, the cover out and then put the cover on the box no. and that's your couch because that's what it feels <laughs> like. You sit on that thing. You're like, hey, Gus Barb, I'm going to go. Oh! <laughs> it's like every you, time you I can't was, defend this couch. I, 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 no, no, this is how I defend it. I was given a shit budget. We were given a $400. I thought it was three hundred. Three hundred dollars. You could buy a comfy no, chair. A three hundred dollar no. budget for a couch. For a couch. That's easy. You bought two couches. Try, that's your try problem. finding a comfortable couch for three hundred dollars. Classic problem. You bought two couches. You bought a. You bought a it, set. It, it <laughs> came in the set. What are you? I thought, well, I know it came in the set. You bought the set. 
Don't buy the three hundred dollars set. Buy one thing for three hundred dollars. You can buy a what are lovely, you comfy. Oh, shaking it out like it's I a guarantee ninety percent of the people who listen to this podcast or are watching it have a three hundred dollars couch. Matt and I, we were in college, we had a twenty five dollars couch. I think it was awesome. I'm not. Yeah. I just look, look over. You guys bought. Like, we should do a contest. Comfiest couch, but it, like what well, on Top Gear where they have to buy a car for like three grand and then make it all good. A couch competition, three hundred dollars. Comfiest couch wins. Gus and Barbara would lose judge. that in a heartbeat. Here's the thing, it. though. Gus won't buy a used couch. Why you not? bought, you bought a, a wooden couch. plank <laughs> with a thin <laughs> scrap of fabric pulled over it. It's fine. I had a meeting on that couch today. You get a hemorrhoid. Gus is weird about used stuff, and I would totally buy a comfortable used couch, but he won't. Bed bugs. That, that's, uh, there it is. That's our okay. couch. That's our couch. Sitting down. We got that, all of that. that. Is deceiving Listen, as shit. We got all of that. Those three items for two hundred and twenty dollars. Two forty. Two forty. Awful. What Sitting down on that couch gives an audible thud. Yeah. We, we don't want a thud couch. They they have a scenario. They have this, like the model photograph, like from the catalog of, of their set that they bought, which has like a little. It's about an inch off. The it's seat. not even quite a love seat. It's like a just kind of a little bit of a bigger chair, and then a small couch <laughs> and it, and an ottoman kind of a coffee cross me now like an ottoman and a coffee table, and it looks like a futon. It's way less comfortable than a futon. It's like if you saw that that picture instead of sitting on the couch, just plop your ass in that hardwood. Well, floor. and the thing is, if it was raised by half a foot, it wouldn't be bad because no. you would just. Park your ass at that level on right. it. But because it's so low, you have to really sink. You have to commit. And you go, oof. And it just compresses your spine. We just, yeah, your we spine just need cook, risers cook, cook. for it, I think. I think we just need things We to should secretly up. film people sitting on that couch. It's and if worst. anyone doesn't worst. comment on the comfortability of that couch. Then they, you don't have to sit on my fucking couch. Don't come to my office. Don't problem solve. in there, then. I think the oh, best part is don't when buy a shitty, on it. Don't buy, a sh- World Cup. don't buy a shitty couch and then try to take other people's couches. That's I'm not trying to take this couch. Barbara is. You're Bar- fired. And then what was going to happen to your fucking couch? What was going to happen with your... your... I would have put it in your office. Fuck that. <laughs> Keep that out of my office. Plus, it's like, you guys got a denim couch. It's like the weirdest like, it's a pattern. Weird material. It is a weird material. But, yeah. like, to be fair, we didn't feel it before we bought it. We bought it online. So who wants uh, who wants sweat couch? We do. Yeah, we'll take it. You want yeah. a le- yeah. leather sweat couch? Yeah, I'll take sweat Okay, couch. let me see if I get this straight, too. <clears throat> this couch that they sweated on is leather and you're going to give it away? Just wipe it off. That's, that's a, what that's, we just said earlier. That's the whole purpose of wet of leather. It's like nothing sticks to it. It's nah. except you can't nap on it because it's. it's it goes <laughs> no. I was very specific. You lay down. And it's like you just go. Ugh. It's just like anybody will know what I'm talking about. It's like you get this heat layer. Right, but you're you're the Gross. person who can. You've said you can fall asleep within three minutes of Anywhere, any anytime. situation. Right. I'm not saying I can't fall asleep. I'm saying waking up is like I regret. All What's of waking well, up? Like? Well, you woken up already at that point. It goes like this. You go. <laughs> That's the noise it makes when you wake up off a leather couch. Someone wrote, I guess they were talking about you describing our couch as a love seat. They said, it's not a love seat, it's a hate seat. There you go. <laughs> Gus, that makes sense. So That's thanks to uh, under, underscore Zenron on Twitter <laughs> for that. Uh, You're Zen right in this situation. You are Zen Somebody correct. on Twitter is telling us they're an interior designer and they can solve all of our furniture problems. Not for fucking $300 you can't. I've met interior designers before. No, Jesus hey, Christ. I'll take your help. Email me. Yeah. <laughs> Our, our office needs some help. Did you get some extra budget there or something? Or are you no. talking about the remaining? Listen, you think you think you think building out a house and getting the fridge when you got to get the door that opens halfway or the button that goes all the way in? You think that's hard? Fucking office furniture is the most overpriced stuff on the planet. Absolutely. Depends where you get it. A fucking desk, a cubicle that a regular person sits in is like six thousand dollars. Are you serious? Those crappy cubicles? Yeah, a cubicle with like like the channels that like the the electric runs in and all that stuff. 
Yeah. They're just like, oh, yeah, this will be a unit. It does this and that. It'll be $6,000. But we have loads of those. station. No, not the ones we have. Oh. <laughs> but, like, in, in good companies. <laughs> Ours are, like, the equivalent of the couch in my office. Yeah. How much were our gray ones? <laughs> Meg and Ash, like, they sit in a, in a prop closet. Ashley yeah, they have a folding. It looks like a folding table that they put <laughs> well, laptops they're gonna, on. They're gonna make it all decorated, right? They keep talking. I about didn't it. realize that this wall was held up by sandbags. The other day, I started picking the sandbags up to use them somewhere else. I was like, "These are holding a wall up." <laughs> why do Why do we need that wall there? Because they got to put the props somewhere. Oh, I yeah. thought the prop was over there. The prop closet. That that looks more like supplies. What's the difference between props? We're talking about stuff that's off Those screen. are props. Even people watching the video podcast can't see what we're this talking about. This is equipment. About. Like cables and we're still shit. figuring out the space. That's the that's the thing. Every time we've moved in any office, I've always said people start claiming shit. Like, where's my office going to be? What's this? What's that? Gavin went through some of that with his office because Gavin has an office. It's just like just don't worry about it too much. We'll just put people in the spaces and then we'll figure it out. Everyone just stay flexible. No one's ever stayed flexible. Nobody ever. It's like as soon as they get their place, they're like, I'm not letting go. Yeah. The worst thing I ever did was I let Joel use my office for a project. I never, I never got. He's got all my furniture from my old office and all my my pictures. He's he all took, your He took too. my pictures from the old office, kept them, and hung them up in his new office. Did he take the big B you yeah. had on the wall? He also <laughs> has that big leather chair. Yeah, he took everything. Hi, he took I'm everything. Bowl. <laughs> bowl. <laughs> How do you steal a house? Like he stole my place. Yeah. It's like usually you take the stuff out of the place. He took my place. Although I need to call you out on something, Bernie. What's Whoa. that? You, do it. You went on and on when we first moved here about people always put their computers facing away from the door. So, like, you couldn't see what they were working on. That is true. And you were saying how, like, oh, you know, it shouldn't be a big deal. Like, people should be able to see what you're working on. Then you, motherfucker, go and get curtains and a door he shade. So he, he fucking happy. He also closed. gave a shit for putting curtains up. Yes. He's like, why are you putting these curtains up? Like, I don't know. He's like, what, are you going to close it? You don't want anyone looking in? He's like, that's horse shit. I, well, I, I have no curtains in my office. I want everyone so, to see me. Well, here's why that makes so sense. So happy now. When you had just a, a glass door and a glass window and I could see everything you were doing, I don't care what you're doing in there, but every time I walk by, I would look in there. Yeah. because it's a window. I'd be like, also, oh, I don't care. What this was the other thing, too, is that like people would, when they saw me in there, they'd go, <laughs> flip me off in the window. It's like that's Who funny. Did that, you do that. You ev- literally, Barbie. You you're thinking I'm talking about you. I'm, I'm being, talking about everybody. I'm being sarcastic. Everybody. I, just, does. I would tink the zip from my jeans against the window, and then when you look over, I would do zip, and I'd unzip. <laughs> I did that a couple of times. Yeah, but I imagine that was a joy. Did you ever bunk your knob on it? Nah, I might have just cracked my laptop screen. Doing that. Did you really? I might have. I got, <laughs> I got one of those little lines. I, I mean, knocked on my laptop screen. If you did, that's a six hundred dollar mistake. Shut the fuck up. I don't want to talk about. You can. You know, when you crack an LCD and you get that fine line, and you're like, is that a crack? And then it, like, bleeds over yeah. the next two All days. All you need to do, close it up, put it in a laptop bag, travel with it on a plane, open it up again. And you'll see whether you cracked it or not. Oh, really? What the hell is that? Okay, so <laughs> let's buy it. you a plane ticket <laughs> and send you somewhere so we can figure out whether or not that's broken. Damn it. All right, well, it's, time time... To wrap. it's time to wrap up. No. Okay. Yeah, it is. Hey, have you guys tried? You guys tried... So I want to thank everyone for watching. We'll be okay. back on Wednesday with an episode of The Patch. And next Monday with... Our last pre-RTX podcast uh, and a new couch. Bye, also, couch. thank you to everybody who supported the Indiegogo campaign or has so far. We have 14 days left. Thank you so much. So, thank you yeah, very much. Lots of fun. Awesome business. Lovely. Thank you. Love you. Goodbye. Bye. Kisses. Hey, Barbara. Rose to the one that everyone else is beneath. Red versus blue. Achievement Hunter and lots of podcasts too. There's Gus, Bernie, 
Jeff and 